0: is going on everybody cali Death podcast back once again episode 134 I'm so I'm actually wearing the shirt from that fucking really? picture <laughs> dude <laughs> I must have wore, that's a, that's a pretty new picture too so I guess I need to fucking
1: Isn't that funny like for the podcast and stuff you kind of like cuz we do so many episodes you're like well I got to mix it up a bunch I don't want to like wear the same one this one I've worn a couple times like this funny necrophagous one I yeah. worn it like two or three times and I'm like I'm trying not to like be the same shirt every time. It's like, I, a don't, fucking...
0: I just, I can't keep track of all the episodes now, dude. I just said episode one thirty four. That's crazy. And, yeah, yeah. and yeah, I, I'm, I guess I'm wearing a shirt that I just wore recently. Cause I think that that joke's pretty fucking new. So Probably about a month ago, I think it was a month ago. <laughs> all right. So maybe I need to put this one away for a little bit. The You're allowed to do month. your
1: laundry and fucking wearing a, a shirt within a month. So that's all Guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But I mean, for the it doesn't matter, whatever. <laughs> I'm Anthony. What's going on, guys? Anthony Shrapney, your host, as always. And I am joined by a couple of resident homies. I got Casey Howard and Joel Horner with me tonight. What up, yo? And uh, the professor we're missing because he's out on tour. We're gonna plug his where he's gonna be uh, soon. I don't is that a full scale that they're doing, or is it two it weeks? Seemed like what it was, was like that?
1: It seemed like, yeah, maybe two weeks, like 10 dates, I think. It didn't look like a full, like the flyer didn't look full, you know
0: what I mean? So we might have the professor back next episode. I don't know, but we'll see. Um, Let's start off with our regular plugs, as always on the top, BattleForgeCoffee.com. Oh, tonight, I usually say we're uh, joined by somebody, and... (laughs) <laughs> it's a homie so I'm like oh dude I'm just leaving him in the background sorry dude um, I'm really happy tonight this was a guy that was on my list for a while and um, it just so happens I we hadn't talked in a while I saw him uh, comment on some shit on social media and I was like oh dude Zach dude of course dude he needs to be on so I hit him up and Zach Gibson thank you so much for being with us tonight dude
2: thank you for having me
0: hell yeah dude i was just saying pre-pod that you're you're in the the upper tier of drummers for me for shit almost 20 years dude i mean that gut rot split was 2004 right
2: uh yeah yep.
0: that's crazy dude so we'll get into all that but dude thank you so much for being with us tonight i'm sure a lot of people who are fans of this show are uh stoked to uh hear your story dude so
2: Hell yeah. I'm, I'm stoked to tell it. I've never uh, never really had like an open discussion like this about uh, just how I got into music and how all, all this shit started for me. So, Perfect, um, dude. I can't wait to
0: hear it, dude. <laughs> no doubt. All right, let's do the plugs things as fast as I can, dude. Battleforgecoffee.com, that's the homies and Deeds of Flush. They started this company uh, a while ago, and Casey is <laughs> knocking this shit over as he's trying to uh, advertise. But he's rocking the Battle Forge coffee sweat. Oh, he literally said bye bye. He just did But he was. You saw his shirt. If you're watching this. Oh shit. Oh, uh, the,
1: oh no the is his uh his uh backdrop just fell down.
0: So no, I, I know just, he down. got up and he knocked down. That and that's why I was like. <laughs> I don't I don't Forge, As man. he's advertising the shit. You he, he, he had the shirt on over. too.
1: He had the sorry. I'll, I'll do that thing. I was just posting online about it. So Battle Forge Coffee. Yep, that's right. the
0: homies. Uh, they started a coffee company it is quality coffee uh, if you heard our last episode i kind of went a little crazy on coffee in the beginning but uh so that should tell you that i know coffee and they make quality coffee um please that'd be awesome if you go over there and check out all their stuff they got coffee they got shirts they got mugs they got crazy shit they got subscriptions they got all that stuff for you guys i know there's so many coffee companies out there but why not support the real underground death metal dudes that are literally putting in mad hours to find quality coffee? Like, it's not just some... They're not just buying some bullshit and throwing a, a label on it. It's real shit, dude. So 100% close. Go support those guys there. Uh, Callie, what's up? The coffee, super strong. It's good. Yeah, dude. It, yeah, it's it lights you up. Great stuff, dude. Really is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, Cali Death Podcast. Big Cartel.com is where you can put some money in the show's pocket. A um, couple of different t shirt designs that we've had there for a while a uh, full color zombie Cali Death Podcast themed shirt. And then you got the logo style. Just get get on there and Find up find something that you like, dude. That, that puts some money into the show's pocket. Literally, we don't we're not making money off of this thing. We just we just wanna keep making cool shit to put out for you guys. So that's where that money's coming from. i i I literally have to just zone out and maybe stare at the corner of the screen while these things happen because you guys throw we're in we're on like episode 134
1: and we're like in the ads again we're like fuck we got we got this click shit or something like a little add it was like (laughs) no no,
0: it's gotten longer and longer and then we're talking even today more about more possible future ads now too so i gotta figure out we might have to do these things on a separate thing and just it's just like a video it's just like a video of them a part of like yeah. the intro or something yeah yeah right um yeah dude but i mean that's a cool thing i mean multiple advertisers want to be on the show that's a that's rad dude oh yeah um all right i don't there's a bunch of tours and shit going on
1: <laughs> <laughs> well there's what is it uh where's uh joseph tonight where is he yeah he is don't ask today? me uh, i don't have my glasses 18th? on uh, he's in Nashville, Tennessee. So tomorrow he'll be in Evansville, Tennessee, at Lambs. 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 Lambshead. Lam- Squinting. Lam-Z- Lam-Z- yeah, we probably should got a higher quality flyer. It's all good. <laughs> it's the, it's <laughs> a really cool <laughs> choice on that flyer you can do. But no, it looks like yeah. they're having fun. I'm watching uh the stories and stuff, and I'm watching all the band member stories on the road and. They're hitting like you know they're doing like the buckies and like hitting all the spots and having you know tour stuff and truck stops and taking but taking dumps everywhere and nice. you know, it looks like <laughs> it's like classic tour. Yeah, and fun. I,
0: the professor the professor's posts definitely show that he's having fun so that's all good. Yeah. Like Niagara
1: yeah. Falls and shit, right? Or shit like that, you know, like all those kind of spots, those tour spots. So it looks like he's he's living it up and I'm stoked for him.
0: Scootering around DC. I I think he went by the white house and all that shit. So yeah, he's definitely doing the tourist shit, but that's what you got to do, dude. I mean, especially with the little tiny windows that we've all had in places that we've toured, you know, you, you have these fantasies about what you want to do. in all of these places that we have set up on these tours, you know, it's like, I want to check out this, 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 and that. And you really only get like 10, 20% of your list. Yep if you're lucky i know right right
2: i there's there's a lot of I, I i regret not seeing a lot of shit when i was out um just you know just fucked off or what you know
1: <laughs> right yeah just like the tour lifestyle sometimes you're you're you know you go into a random town or a town that you know a bunch of people and you're play the show and then ends up you end up staying up till 2am which actually this kind of leads me into Casey talking about his his night last night but uh, <laughs> you know you end up staying up way later and you end up like you just all like oh, I just want to like fucking get ready to play the next day and you kind of just kind of get stuck in a cycle sometimes and you don't end up like I've never done a tour like healthy like I'm never <laughs> from, like no drinking I'm going to fucking eat right and I'm going to like seal the things I want to sleep right like it's always just fucking chaos when I go so
3: <laughs> yeah. that's something
0: I regret about touring mm-hmm i agree dude i mean it, it kind of gets lumped into vacation like realm for me in my brain yeah I'm, I'm out on the road i'm you know there's n- responsibilities get zoned into just one little bubble you know oh, yeah there's some there's, there's some just
4: on the podcast in the center now look at that oh uh, what
0: a professor Uh um, they,
1: they go to a, like canada looks kind of like canadian they're... Yeah. Looks a little Canadian, like Toronto or something. <laughs> just of and <laughs> <things> <laughs> like, uh... Looks Canadian. Man. Actually, yeah. I just looked at the fucking flyer. He didn't go to I Canada. Anyways. Not yeah. even. <laughs> All right. But Zach, Zach, do you have anything to plug or any like uh to? Yeah,
2: uh... uh, I mean, I, I'm not really, I only have, uh, I'm only doing shock narcotic right now. So mm-hmm. there's like, um, you know, the big cartel, shock narcotic, big com, whatever the hell it is. And then, uh if people you know feel inclined there's uh the shit life band camp that's up that's got you know all the stuff that we've well not everything that we have recorded but all of our most recent uh it's um shitxlife.bandcamp.com
0: okay i uh those both those projects, Shock Narcotic and Shit Life, were new to me because I mean we've been friends for a long time, but we haven't really been in touch for quite some years. And you know, life mm-hmm. happens, so yeah. you you kind of stuff gets swept under the rug naturally. And you know, once we got this thing going and we were going to have you on, I started digging into you again in this Shock Narcotic and Shit Life bands. Both, I I mean, I'm I've been grind for so long, dude. Like, I really truly am grindcore just as much as I am death metal, you know. And and both those projects really hit me in in those feels, you know. Oh, thanks, man. And I I appreciate both of them. I mean, I mean, there's other aspects to it besides grind with Shock Narcotic, and but you know that that vibe that was being hit with both of those projects, I I. I really was surprised, happy, and super stoked to talk about it on the show once I, you know, it came to my attention.
4: Sick. So, Hell
0: yeah. Yeah, dude. And of course, dude, of course you're a fucking grind drummer, dude. I mean, <laughs> from the beginning, dude, like I don't know if anybody who doesn't know who this guy is and, and you're being introduced for the first time, my my first introduction was 2004 with his band gut rot you did a split with i can't even remember the other band because i was just so fixated on gut rot what was this what was the other band uh,
2: dysentery out of boston dysentery,
0: which also very good band too but yeah. um that um your performance on that split it, it solidified you as, as somebody that i just wanted to pay attention to from the beginning dude and um you know when it comes to gravity blasting nowadays i mean everybody fucking does it you know yeah. but and it's m- most of the time when you're hearing it that shit is uh you know spiffed up a bit in the studio but when sure. you listen to um <laughs> the song name Insubstantial Rim Job Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that song at the end of that song i think it's like a 25 second 28 second gravity blast that no editing no no nothing it's all oh, no, yeah you
2: you can you can hear you can hear where it starts to like or you know it's it's you can hear the inconsistencies here and there you know, totally but that and, that
0: that humanity aspect of it and plus the fact that you never break you broke you never broke away from the snare in this one little part What at the time in 2004 for me is like um that was just a very impact it made a big impact on me for you as a player uh, hearing that at such a young age getting into this extreme music and and i was like this guy can fucking gravity blast like forever that's how it felt like when you're listening to that go anybody who's listening to this go to that song gut rot uh, and dysentery split ancestral rim job at the very end of that song for like 25 30 seconds this guy's just gravity blasting the whole fucking time dude and it just blew my mind and other that's not obviously the only trick you got in the bag because (laughs) you go down your fucking list of your resume you just can see that zach's a real real player dude and that's why you're at the top of the list for me dude
2: oh shit man i really appreciate that there's no doubt
0: dude
2: i mean there's so many dudes out right now that are just just killing it you know what i mean and uh i've never really considered myself that great (laughs) i I don't think any of us do really but uh Mm. you know when other people like tell you shit like that it's 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 cool 'Cause I, I don't know, for me at least I don't really uh I don't really view myself as like up there with everybody else. You know, I'm still trying, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't
0: think any of us do, dude, but it does feel good when you hear somebody have a different perspective on your playing and, and realize that you may have an impact, even if you have an impact on one other human. Absolutely. There's one other yeah. human that's like, I get it, dude i get what you're doing i understand it i respect it and and it made i made a connection with it it doesn't it it doesn't really matter after that dude because you're you're that's the whole point of like doing these things is is it gonna it, it am i gonna make something that will resonate with somebody at least close to as much as it did with me you know right and and so when somebody gives you your 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 flowers about you know something that made an impact on them then yeah dude that that i've said it so many fucking times on the show dude but it it literally is like we're never ever gonna the guys who look at themselves as like the shit we kind of like we we get like standoffish with those types of people and i think the real and i'm not calling myself a real artist i'm just saying somebody who's been dabbling art my whole life um i'm never gonna fully connect with my i'm not i'm not gonna look at my stuff the way that other people do you know so i might look at a severed record like i've said it on the show before i you know the surveillance is something that i only recently i was able to see it in a positive way you know, on my performance and so we're always going to have that dude and i think that that's set in place for people like us that are to continue making you're going to stop making once you hit this like imaginary bullseye that we're trying to hit at the end of the thing I do notice you know?
1: yeah a lot of like metalheads i mean in the scene in general and myself included i just you know it's one of those whenever you get someone saying something really positive about you and stuff to your face it's kind of like you kind of freeze you're like we've done it on the show yeah (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) people have
0: given us comments and we don't know how to respond
1: it's weird the weirdest thing is like getting comments about the podcast because i'm like dude i'm just getting drunk and talking to friends (laughs) like I i don't really know i'm gonna be like oh it's fucking i love it it's so fun like you're you say funny stuff sometimes i'm like well I don't even sometimes I just think of these things that we just do it live and it's done, but it's like on a server forever. And people are listening to it after after I'm like, whoa, I don't even remember that. I mean, I remember most of it, but I'm like, like, Jesus, I don't remember even saying that. Well, thanks, man. Keep watching. I don't know. know. You know, it's it's, that's really uh, all we can do, dude. And there's a lot of people. I mean, I noticed most people in metal are like, thank you. Uh, Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. It's like because it's hard to like. Compliments are weird. They're a weird thing. You know, it's like having to like accept a compliment. You're like, because you're not really prepared for it. You're just kind of like. Uh.
0: And we're also, we have a different opinion <laughs> about ourselves. Like I was just getting, so we don't really agree with what they're saying. Uh-huh. But at this, it's a, it, what makes it complicated, confusing, and a little awkward is that we have a response to it, but we don't want to shit on ourselves in the conversation. Because you got somebody who's coming up and being like, "Oh, dude, blah 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 blah," and you want to say, "I don't agree with that," <laughs> you know, but you don't
1: want to disagree say- with someone giving you a compliment. Like, I just <laughs> yeah. I'm heavily disagreeing with you as a human right now.
0: And you're just like, I fucking <laughs> think I sound like shit. Blah blah blah. blah. I remember I've this? Def- fucking, I've but...
2: definitely done that before. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, no. Like, like, I mean, the that's shooting,
3: probably
2: like, like played yeah. a shitty set, and someone's like, "Dude, that was awesome!" I'm like no it really wasn't <laughs> thank you but it wasn't that,
3: like, yeah I
0: get, you get to a point where i mean yeah you uh, or anybody gets the feel of certain things too and and then again we're talking perception somebody in the crowd is just sitting there waiting for you know whatever band you're playing for and they've been you know anticipating it all week you know listening to the records and all this kind of shit and then they they kind of like build this this mental stage that they've made you know so even if you make a mistake you might that might not register with them because they've put it so high up building up to it and it still sounds good enough to where it's like holy shit dude we're fucking here and it's happening dude they're fucking doing it you know yeah they're not, all gonna, mistakes... they're not gonna miss the fucking popcorn that you did on the fucking doubles here fucking you missed that ride fucking or that hi-hat stomp right there you know
1: yeah yeah no i mean it's yeah it's it's being super hyper meticulous of yourself because you've done it a million times and most people won't like there's been times like we played that maryland death fest thing where we train wrecked and people were like mm-hmm fuck yeah dude i didn't even notice you train wrecked really you train wrecked and i'm like like they had no idea that we just totally like had the like our most like freak out anxiety ridden set they had no it's
0: the idea. biggest nightmare in odious mortem history and <laughs> for some reason nobody remembers it and i Fucking love that, dude. (laughs) We're the only people that remember it, and we keep spreading it into the zeitgeist by mentioning it on this show, but nobody else remembers it. So maybe if we just stop talking about it by 2025. I don't think he will even know, dude. You
1: know, someone's probably got it on tape somewhere. They're gonna be like, oh, they did. Let me look it up. Let me post it. Oh, I love this guy, dude. It's
4: long. Find it. Just report it report, <laughs> it. report <laughs> it on the show, over and over again. Oh, I know. It'd be reason... funny to put on the show. Hammer's a
0: reason is a fucked up song to play, dude. Yeah, no, I,
4: I yeah, I'm not gonna play that anymore. <laughs> but uh, I love it though. I love no, that song so much. Uh But yeah, that'd be funny if you just like. Kind of reversed it on people like if they like complimented you, like you know, came up to you to show whatever, and you're just like, and they're like, you know, you're so great, and you're just like, that guy, I, I know, like you know, you're just like, oh, I know if you said know. that, <laughs> imagine that reaction, <laughs> you're like, thanks, yeah, I'm totally aware there's something stupid. Oh,
3: like, right? uh, yeah. I know,
1: yeah, that's that's what you're stuck in that kind of mid middle ground of like, kidding, if, if you wow. had a really good sex, like, I fucking, I know, I crushed it, right? People will be like. Sick, dude. Well,
0: uh, I'm gonna go talk to the other guys. <laughs> like, no. yeah. How how put off would you be if you did that with somebody and they're like, "Yeah, dude." So you're like, "Dude, that was really sick, dude. You're you're super sick." And then they're like, "Yeah, dude, I've been sick for about like eight and a half years now. Like, I I know exactly when I became sick, and then <laughs> I've just been sick ever since, dude. They just know that they've been sick. The ultimate douche move.
1: Metal <laughs> <laughs> yeah. doesn't really have and much hurt. of that. And that's what's cool about be- it.
4: It'd just be best to just be like super stressed out and like the, you know like like oh you're great and you just get like mad at them like you don't know what you're talking about I suck and, like I don't
1: know Andrew uh, Zach Andrew keeps wanting me to ask you who let you go on the podcast with shoes on
4: oh
2: shit this must be
1: some sort of inside joke he like messaged or put it on the comments and i'm like what the fuck i don't even get oh, it dude yeah,
2: it's 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 from the boondocks it's just something that we say to each other all the time when we see each other at shows and shit. okay We've just yeah been yeah yeah for years.
0: let me adjust my mic real quick
2: uncle ruckus no relation you know
3: <laughs>
1: yeah yeah oh man well fuck yeah dude um one of the okay oh, so casey you went to see scenic yesterday right uh, cynic and atheist with uh david our uh, guitar player from odious and stuff was doing his little his little jesus fucking that's such balls to just like do a different style of music in front of a bunch of metal heads and stuff yeah, and i remember he was metal. kind of yeah. he was calling me going like i don't know i'm freaking out but paul really is like wanting me to do it and so casey kind of gave us the play-by-play a little bit on, on the group check text but how was it actually i haven't talked to you since then
4: yeah man it was super fun yeah we got there pretty mm. early and. uh san diego show yeah and we were like like met everybody and like 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 the new people and atheists and all the like musicians everyone it was rad watched him sound check and then david I, I helped him set up and do all that but yeah basically they wanted an opener for the show he was the only opener and paul wanted something totally different outside the box it wasn't just like a local band he was like kind of just wanting something you know unique, like not met,
1: like strip metal
4: yeah and yeah, yeah. uh so he like her you know i i guess they were hanging out one night and david was like showing him all this crazy like drum and bass sound stuff that he does and like sound effects and it's like all super weird and dark and stuff and paul was really into it so yeah he asked him to come on and do that like as the opening act for this metal show is pretty cool and so it was like unclear like how the, how the reaction was going to be you know uh david was super nervous about that part of it just kind of like i don't know if people are going to like be super not down or whatever um but he put together a set that was really cool it was like super just like intense and heavy and dark and like super fast drumming and i i put a, like a video up on my youtube channel that's like the main or it's all 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 the footage really that i kind of put together
0: and so like a thing but yeah i only saw nice the guys, clip but, yeah. the clip that you showed and yeah yeah i mean david introduced me to technical electronic music you know yeah, i didn't know that was a thing yeah. until david yeah and and he showed me some really really shit that's no different than listening to the the most technical crazy death metal drummers out there you know there's there's even a mix that, that by sound murder that he showed me that literally there's double bass and fucking blast beats and shit in there yeah, but it's, cool. it's it's right, isn't it? what's that
2: that dude's from Detroit, isn't he? Sound murderer.
0: He's uh, he of, might be um, a Warbreaker. No, I know, him? but I'm talking about, he's, he's asking about oh, okay, the, okay. the mix that I just gotcha. brought up. Yeah. So Warbreaker's is oh, the homie, David Siskin, who used to be an odious. He was, okay. uh, founding original guitar player with, uh, Casey and Dan. Damn. And, uh, after, or even during odious, he's always been spinning drum and bass and juggling jungle and weird shit. And, uh, Nice. after he left odious he you know do- he kept going with it and was warbreaker very early i mean warbreaker yeah, yeah. has been his moniker for a very very long time I'm gonna and uh, i out. always thought it was so yeah, sick I, that, I love that name warbreaker he has and, a and, radio show because he's all about he's, break beats, he has a ra- radio show what's the radio how do you know oh, uh, it's
2: not hard then I'm, I'm like super down with shit like that
4: cool
1: Hell, yeah. yeah oh yeah
2: great oh, yeah. yeah. core dude that's like that's yeah. like yeah hell yeah no
1: he's
4: been hell doing yeah. it for like awesome. a lot like the years like he used to put on a lot of shows at this place a couple of multiple places but
0: it's of,
1: underground yeah underground sf F- <laughs> underground SF, yeah. sf or
0: whatever SF, yeah i yeah. used to watch him in, produce, uh, in, go watch him in basements and yeah. fucking him yeah he's always so, been sick dude he's so it like, was so. on shows yeah and bring fly guys out from
4: london and stuff all these like you know
0: yeah you know, remark is shit. one of the dudes that he turned me on to as well but yeah David is is fucking super quality. Very yeah. very uh, respect. I respect him. I respect everything that he does. He's a very smart, very uh, calculated uh, musician. Always got my totally problems.
4: Yeah, and and just the last thing I'd say is it was really cool singing. Murray, record. what a yes, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: of course I do. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah I you forget yeah. Murray,
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uncle Hell, Murray, man. man. yeah uncle murray Murray. yeah
1: yeah i actually i like uncle murray it's like we have our dad it's it's uh mike hamilton is our this is our death metal dad then we have uncle murray
2: Totally see that yeah
1: (laughs)
4: yeah yeah. it's It's
1: like we we should like assign family members to like all of our like old the like people that were before us that kind of like took us under their wing yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. like cousin fucking mike gilbert
2: (laughs) 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 so uh uncle murray um took me to my first strip club and bought me my uh, first dance when we, sounds, uh, when we were in, in montreal sounds yeah, about sounds right, up yeah. Yeah, right up <laughs> <laughs> yeah that
1: was awesome that's awesome Hell yeah man. he's all yep,
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> montreal oh, so man. what's what's a, a a montreal strip club so is there any difference internationally is it change when you go elsewhere is it always just titties and ass dude
2: uh i i can't remember if it was full nudity or not but like um i know when when you got your lap dances like they would they would they didn't care like if you touched them
1: oh oh yeah that's the thing in america right it's like you there's like keep your hands like space yeah. rules or something yeah yeah right. yeah. that's Actually, crazy dude sick yeah. drummer has a question have they have you ever been on sick drummer have they ever featured you that's what uh oh, yeah here. Has, guaranteed,
3: guaranteed huh? has.
1: Nope. they have nope what? Well, there you go, Ian. What the fuck are you doing, dude? <laughs> like,
3: like, like I was
2: saying earlier, there's like so many other better drummers than me. So
0: no,
1: oh, dude, that, no, I don't go down that road. I <laughs> mean, like, literally, oh, I'm, I'm not good enough. Oh, well, that's all good. No, no, you're oh, fucking sick,
0: man.
2: I mean, I, at some point, yeah, sure, but you know, there's way better than
1: me. <laughs> he's
0: like, get the fuck out. So you're gonna tell me that that shock <laughs> narcotic that. is the only thing you're repping right now? You're like, but I'm not that relevant, dude i was i literally was blown away by the aggression and like the the pummeling aspects of that band i love to take a beating in my ears i love to take a beating in my brain when i'm going in like grind style and i it's just like caveman fucking that's how i get it i get i get like caveman when i listen to grind you know oh yeah (laughs) and um it's just sh- the the mix the the aggression all that stuff it it it's hitting me in like the physical like underbelly of like you know i'm just like getting hit on on the base levels when i'm listening to that so please again once we move forward you're on the top dude this is you're in you're in the cali death realm right now so let's not Let's not do the "I'm not good enough" thing because you are, dude. Not only are you, but me and Dan even talked about it like the last two days. Dude. <laughs> Dan Kenny, dude, shout out Dan Kenny, dude. We were talking last couple of days. I told him that I'm having you on, dude. He was super excited. So this will probably be like one of the like three episodes he listens to. <laughs>
2: right on. Yeah, I love Dan. Me and him did our first tour together.
0: I know. Isn't that, that, that That's how far this all goes back, dude. So that's super cool. That that um we finally you know crossed paths again got on each other's levels and we're doing this thing dude and it's been a it's been a little bit but i want to get into you specifically did we leave anything on un, unfinished right there in that conversation if we did i'm sorry i think yeah I think we're, we're good. good all right so zach i want to get into you bro i want to get into uh childhood um where were you where did you where were you born where'd you grow up and um what type of uh art or music were you being introduced to early on like earliest memory you could think of that kind of stuff
2: uh well i was born where i live right now in woodhaven michigan i'm about uh 20 minutes south of detroit and 40 minutes north of the michigan ohio border Hmm. um
0: I it, real quick before what's it like uh staying in your hometown up until this point like
2: uh it's it's i don't know <laughs> i mean it's
0: basically i'm i'm feeling the same way i'm about to finally like i i've been saying it on the show for a long time i'm moving but i'm still in this like limbo areas where i'm still staying in my hometown but i'm technically moving out of it so i'm like I'm I'm feeling like the vibes of ah shit man I'm leaving my place you know that I've been my whole life so have you ever felt like you were going to be leaving out of that place and those same kind of feelings were happening
2: No not really uh like I I, I lived here for like five the first 5 years of my life and then we moved to like a, a couple of cities over and I, that's where I lived for the next like I think it was like 11 years. Uh, when I okay. was like 16, my parents split up, and then we moved back down here. Me and my mom.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so up yeah. until up until high school, what was like the music situation um, or art situation?
2: Well, the early years, um, like my my family, pretty much like rock and roll in uh, Motown. Um, I remember, like my mom always listening to like al green or uh the temptations and stuff while she was cleaning the house yeah um she's also a, a huge aerosmith fan uh okay. my uncle mickey who just passed away last month he's a huge kiss fan so the you know the rock and roll is always very much like been there
0: that's your that's your mom's brother yeah right on yeah i had not so far you're hitting two marks with me with motown and having an uh your mom's brother be somebody who's feeding you rock and roll that's the two main things that i would say in this interview if somebody was asked me that question so that's crazy (laughs) (laughs) but all right so the uncle uh with the rock and roll how old were you when he was uh you know you were getting influence from him
2: um, the earliest that I can remember is probably, like, th- three or four.
0: Oh, okay. And, um, and the Motown was just as heavy?
2: Yeah, that's, that's like, that's usually always what my mom was jamming when she would clean the house and stuff. Hell yeah. So like I, just, I just distinctly, like, remember that, you know. Mm-hmm. It was just loud. I didn't really appreciate it so much back then, but, you know, as I got older.
0: Right, right. Evolved me too dude i i I definitely feel that like we're they're playing it too much but at the same time i i didn't realize like once i'd get older i'd really want to actually listen to it on my own constantly like i love listening to 50s music dude right do you listen to those
1: those like motown songs do do songs come on and stuff and because i know my mom was listening to like tears for fears and kind of like that kind of style like sade or shade Like things like that, and and sometimes those songs come on again, and I feel like I'm in the living room, and I'm five years old again. Like I get like shot back to the living room. I'm like, what the fuck? And like that's the nostalgia that like those songs bring. And I actually I don't. It's you know it's not something I search for on you know to go listen to, but when it comes on, it kind of just shoots me back like Mm -hmm. a tunnel back to childhood. You know,
0: for sure. When I hear uh, Peter Cetera, the album that he had when he had the Karate Kid song. My mom would fucking listen to that shit all the fucking time in her T bird, dude. So anytime I listen to that album, I'm I'm transported back to the backseat of that T bird, like driving to school or some shit, and we're listening to the power of love, dude. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but well, I love he it. power of love. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I, thought,
1: I always thought that was a uh, Huey Lewis. Well, no, but that's, no, that's Lewis. There's Huey two Lewis. St- two hits okay. that
0: are all the same thing uh, okay glory of love really glory of love excuse me sorry of course i get something wrong but yeah or the power of love i'd probably f- still be in that same car same era that's the power of glove the dude that should have been they
1: should have for like the nintendo power glove they should have been like the
0: power of glove like, Aww, <laughs> James, where were you <laughs> back then when they're i know the I was
1: like five riding room that's fucking around <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: my, my first
4: favorite song as a little kid was highway to the danger zone i was like oh dude me too uh, That was mine
1: i have a I have a, a picture of again. me with a with a guitar with a top gun hat on and like a top gun shirt on and it's like that was like oh, as dude, a kid like jets and shit like that vocal
0: melody of that hook is highway to the dangers like dude you're fucking all over that as a kid and even just
1: the intro the guitar intro the. have you ever watched that like video from the guy from the 80s that like does oh. that song and he just starts yeah. shredding in the middle of it like the actually you never hear that in the movie but he okay. just like starts, starts yeah. steve Vai shredding like in the middle of it <laughs> but like for the song you only hear the chorus but like or for the movie you only hear the chorus but in the middle of that song it's like if you just type in top gun theme and just fucking google it it'll just come with this guy with like a huge the huge hair 80s hair and just like fucking shredding with like a piano behind him and he's fucking
0: (laughs) great america when it was when it was top uh what was it called it was
1: the top there's a top gun ride there
0: yeah but it wasn't called it wasn't called flight it's called flight deck now but it used to be called something else but yeah that's the that's the song that you would hear in line the whole time just like fuck yeah dude i'm getting on a top gun roller coaster right now dude (laughs) my my feet are gonna be hanging dude
1: <laughs> uh but anyways so uh no yeah no i was getting back to the nostalgia yeah the parents music back when you were a kid and stuff it's it's still just yeah kind of shocks you you know like you'll mm-hmm. be like oh it's that song and then you you're driving and it's on the radio or something you're like oh fuck
0: yeah when I, my mom's doing laundry now Her you start to like- smell weird things it's like your smell <laughs> yeah. changes and everything dude it's a trip dude it does really fucking fuck with your mind but i mean even with smell too but let's not get into that because i've already farts and taken stuff the we it, yeah farts will definitely take me back to what i ate <laughs> previously <laughs> Burps. Yeah, burps <laughs> and farts are kind it's of like a student. more free more recent meals and uh, varts, recent so. nostalgia. <laughs> 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 oh man. Uh, all right. So now you said four was a you know the uncle influence, mom influence, and all that stuff. But talk about um a song or a group that you literally can pinpoint a moment where something clicked with you while you're listening to him like Um, you know what i'm saying
2: yeah yeah i mean that's that's a tough one
0: (laughs) yeah
3: yeah yeah
2: it is man uh because like back like I, i i really only remember like like famous stuff Kind of from back then that's all good no like just uh from when i was like younger you know what i mean like uh there wasn't necessarily like i, I wasn't like checking out albums yet you know what i mean mm-hmm. maybe like i don't know um like seeing uh like one metallica one like yeah. seeing that on, on like mtv like yep. uh, maybe like maybe that i i think
0: was your uncle into stuff that heavy too
2: uh i do believe my uncle mickey did like metallica i'm, I'm not sure if he was into the like the older stuff i know for sure like he had the black album Uh huh. Mm. He, he like dubbed that tape for me uh like, nice later on down the road yeah
1: yeah i had the i had the black album cassette tape my brother got me with like suffocation on the other side because <laughs> he's all he's all into death <laughs> metal he's all stole here you go bro here's interesting man you little softy like you're listening to fucking bush and smashing pumpkins right now here's uh here's metallica and then when you're ready to flip it over flip it over and then uh, i remember fucking it just got like i was just getting into the the death metal side of it and then fucking tape player ate it you know like ah. tapes eaten back in the day it's i was
0: like, the universe saying you're not ready dude just because you know yeah, i talk, wasn't uh, doesn't mean your brain's ready for yeah. stuff uh yeah
1: it was kind of like show off stuff to me it wasn't like because it was so over the top that i was like showing friends it was like junior high school where i'm like like listening to fucking you know i have like a no doubt cd a smash mouth cd or not smash mouth the fucking bush cd like you know i had like some old classic rock stuff that's what because my dad listened to that constantly so and then i had a suffocation like thing i'd be like check this out dude (laughs) and they'd be like what the fuck are you even playing (laughs) like what because we're used to, like, our brains are programmed for, like, the pop kind of thing. You know, like, mm-hmm. the chord progressions and the pop stuff. But, I'll like, still
0: back to Tragic Kingdom, though. That album's dope.
1: I mean, yeah, same thing. Nostalgia. I know, I'm know i thinking of a room in a living room right now where I listen to that, you know? It's, like, it mm-hmm. brings me right back to junior high over in a certain house in Aptos. Like, it's right. crazy.
0: All right. So, Zach, when did you get to an age where... um whatever came first you wanted to start playing music or you met other like-minded people in school that might be musicians or anything like that like when did you decide you wanted to play
2: i think like around i, I was like eight or nine oh, okay well I, okay so i my aunt sue bought me a drum set like a little kid's drum set when i was like three years old so mm-hmm. that was that was like i guess that was like the you know, that was like the seed, uh, that started or whatever. But, uh, as far as like, um, wanting to actually like pursue music or like, you know, take it seriously. Yeah. I think I was like eight or nine. That's when I was like, really just, just wanted to immerse myself in playing drums and just listening to music and just being around it all the time, you know?
1: so were you taking was... lessons did you get lessons or anything or were you just kind of just kind of learning covers and stuff like that or no,
2: well, earlier on like i uh i i just started I, it, it's weird man i i just taught myself how to play by air drumming i did try to take lessons like later on when i was 13. uh this, uh-huh. this kid that i was jamming with his uncle was giving drum lessons at the, the music store in the mall and i wanted to learn how to read music you <clears throat> know I, I i didn't really want to go to learn how to play i knew i knew how to play i was open to like learning things but i I really just wanted to learn how to read music Mm
3: -hmm. and
2: that didn't really work out yeah (laughs) yeah i'm I'm, like dyslexic as fuck i can't count when i play or anything
3: (laughs) yeah yeah
1: (laughs) i mean you you think you're jumping too far ahead maybe like you're just trying to get into music and play songs at first it's like same thing happened to me is like oh take lessons and then they just shoved the theory down my throat in the beginning and i was like well, I'm going to go ahead and just play a Slayer song and <laughs> learn that. You know, I'm like, you know, just like, I want like instant gratification and then you kind of want that. Were they trying to, was they trying to give you like unfun things to learn in the beginning or what was going on?
2: Oh no, not at all. Uh, he was, mm-hmm. he was actually, he taught me a lot of really cool stuff. Um, the, the the stuff that he was trying to get me to learn though, um, you know, obviously like rudiments were one of the things. And I, at that time I was definitely like, Fuck this, you know what I mean? I, I want to play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, um as far as like songs to learn and stuff, like he gave me some good ones, like um Tom Sawyer by Rush.
1: Oh damn.
2: But he was he was like a huge Rush fan too.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And
2: it, it wasn't necessarily like, you know, you need to learn this like note for note or anything like that. He was just like, you know, check this out. And it was more to try and like learn how to read the uh, the tab because he gave me a uh-huh. drum tab with it.
1: So you said you were you kind of dyslexic so reading did that ever get pushed along in something that you were like using in the in the future or has that kind of just been kind of constant No
2: never no I, like once once I had tried it earlier mm. on it just it wasn't sticking at all you know so I just was like whatever
1: <laughs> so you've kind of used so you've never like fucked around with um like click tracks or any of that stuff cuz that would probably I mean click tracks are audio though. You're talking about like visual, so maybe click tracks would probably be different for you.
2: Oh, yeah, I I played a click. I've played the click before. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the biggest fan of it, but you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh that's because uh that was just introduced way way later on. And I was already like in my own track, you know what I mean?
1: Yep, yep, definitely. Definitely. So you and... take those lessons. Yeah, go ahead.
2: Uh, and and uh, I, the first time I ever had to play to it was while I was recording Miasma.
1: Oh okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So
2: like the like that was literally the first time I ever had to play to it.
1: <laughs> so what? It, so before like pre that, so was Gut, Gut Row was like two thousand three, two thousand four. What was that?
2: Around we that started. Time? Yeah, we started in two
1: thousand three. Okay, okay. So how did that whole so you went from the drum lessons? You probably messed around, jam with other people and stuff. And how did you end up?
0: yeah let's like, talk uh, about before. bands before gut rot if there were any yeah. and how that stuff yeah yeah i, I had a yeah. few
2: um the the like i said the dude that i was taking drum lessons from um his nephew was the the first kid that i was like ever in a band with and uh yes. with that stuff we never i think we tried to write one song but that kid mostly just wanted to do covers of, like Corn mm-hmm. and uh slipknot and just like new metal shit that's a, what like,
0: year is this uh 90 97
2: okay. Ninety-eight. yeah
0: okay
1: gotcha so you're just doing covers and stuff like that and getting kind of getting the rhythm down with the other humans and stuff and yeah. before you move on to mit- writing your own songs yeah so when did you start um when's the first time you started you guys as a band collectively started writing your own music
2: uh well with with that we never really reached that point the the uh-huh. song the song i mean I guess the, the song that we did write, it was pretty much, it, it ended up being freak on a leash (laughs) (laughs) inadvertently though. You know what I mean? Because like, yeah, yeah. that's all that kid listened to. And that's, that's like, that's just what he wanted to do, you know? Right. Yeah. Which was cool because that's what I was into back then, but I didn't, I didn't necessarily like want to just be that, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: other shit i didn't want to sound exactly like another band
1: so if you're saying you're into that at that, at that age then i'm gonna guess that you're probably 30 38
2: 37
0: 36 um, i'll be 37? i'll
1: be 38 this year yes yeah, so okay because you're like right in the, the pocket of like a
0: little window dude yeah,
1: yeah to me it's it's kind of a theory with me but that's been proven wrong a bunch of with times both like both of
0: us dude i think we're yeah, almost window between
1: it. it's like 36 between and 39 right now like that you were kind of then you had to go through if the
0: you're 40 right now you it's you missed yeah, Casey things. missed
1: it but Casey did it with punk that was like kind of where his his like connection was starting off grunge, we did it with yeah. and grunge and I did grunge too but um the numeral thing was like so appealing at fucking 14 15 years old like cuz right. you know, it's kind of I was kind of like a I was a little loner back in the day so it was kind of just yeah, perfect was, music for being a loner. You know, it was like perfect for just being like you know what fuck them i don't know you yeah. know like you know it's kind of one of those kind of we fuck just, everything we were destined to be things. friends dude and we were doing the same thing, dude. and i'm really sad actually now i didn't do it but I, I mean obviously i didn't do it that's why i'm sad but um the whole the sick new world thing in vegas like that whole with all those like old new metal bands that i used well, to when i was a kid on the school bus like they all just got together and played and i was like I was, I looked at the price. I'm like $375. I'm not going damn, to that. And then I was like, yeah. then I was like, then I was like, Oh, whatever. I'll get a used one for, or a used one, a resale for $550 used ticket. <laughs> it's not used because they didn't go, but,
3: um, <laughs> but uh,
1: they uh, no, I literally was like, was saw all the videos from that. And I'm like, God, damn. I mean, the one thing that turned me off from it is that it was all in one day. It's like, that huge flyer of a million bands was all one day it wasn't like a three-day fest it was like four stages going at the same time so you'd have to like really plan and it was like a, yeah and i was i was you know a big open outdoor fest in vegas i'm still a little worried about since you know vegas is, doesn't have the best uh track record with outdoor mm-hmm. festivals and mm-hmm. violence um so i was a little like ah, i might you know i'll just go and wait but then i saw it and was like fuck dude it's like nostalgia just left and right like <laughs> constant nostalgia like and yeah fucking I wish I something cool that. like
0: that comes up again for you and I in the new metal realm then we'll just say fuck it let's go
1: yeah yeah I mean next year they'll probably do it because it's pro- it sold out immediately it was that uh, 350 bucks a ticket sold out like in oh, like fuck, a week or two So much money, man. and it it's was like so 15,000 people 20,000 people paying that much and they were and people were like the funny part about it to me is seeing a lot of my friends' videos and stuff that they're posting on their stories or whatever. Is that people were dressing of the era? Just to show yeah, up.
0: I'm like I'm <laughs> waiting for Jinkos and fucking yeah. I
1: was seeing people and I was like I could tell they were like more metal now, but they were just like fuck it, dude. It's like going to a country concert, which right. I'm going to one in a two weeks with uh, my fiance, and I was like I'm down just to go see music live. So I'm, and it's beard is bruise and boo, yeah. boots and bruise or something. I'm like I get to just get drunk and I'll watch are you fucking buy, I'll watch are you any buy his music. Boots? Uh, I don't know, dude. I <laughs> I think I'm. I think I walk a little bit like out toad
0: that you might. Is <laughs> like I think boots would look funky. Dude.
1: No, I can't do that, Uh-oh. dude. I, I want to be comfortable. I'm gonna be. It's a big festival. I'm like, I'm gonna wear fucking if like you wooden do, heels. Still wear
0: the shorts and the black socks up to your knees.
1: I'm I'm halfway between doing like a country outfit and doing like an extreme like gross death metal outfit like and just watching people's faces and like
0: you just realized you just did it like a david vincent i was just thinking and a
1: reverse david vincent, david vincent.
0: <laughs> hey dave we'd love to have you on the show by the way um, oh yeah that'd be
1: awesome <laughs> all
0: right let's get back on to
1: zach all right yeah so you went through the new metal thing the whole so back yeah to that. yeah went so Zach
0: kind of got to a, a stagnant place where were you what happened with that did it dissolve you went on to another thing what what happened
2: uh slipknot happened <laughs> yeah yeah that was that was like uh that was pretty much um the end yeah of, that like, was that was the yeah. end of new metal basically
1: um right that was that was the period of the exclamation point at the end of new metal they kind of like stopped it from yeah like, like how about blast beats and people were like, oh, uh, this is crazier than everything else. And you guys are doing masks and, and you're kind like, of being in the look, new metal vibe. But you guys just like, it's that band. It's like Nirvana to fucking Motley Crue or something. It's like, it's a true. Like, right, this horse. is over. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That was a so Trojan crazy. horse.
0: If I, if I think about it the way that I've always thought about with like software and all that shit, you know, like Slipknot came in with a Trojan horse. A uh, little fucking snuck in
1: growling and
0: blasting uh, and isn't there a trojan virus boom it gets yeah, in yeah. there and they fucking they rewired a bunch of new metal kids to instead of continuously following corn riffs yeah the like, Trojan horse like, is like a big new the, metal uh, band Morbid angel over here you know yeah There's... it's like a
1: new the Trojan horse like the actual wooden Trojan horse is a new metal band it's like corn and then sure. Slipknot jumps out. They're like, <laughs> and "People are like, oh, and it's like, oh shit, this is like fucking." But then you were like, "I think it wrong was something." Ca- it was catchy and it had still had the catchiness to it, but it was it was faster and it was more aggressive. It was more pissed, and that's yeah. kind of what Zach was kind of getting at. It's like that was like the that band that kind of just like, all right. I think they en- Yeah, they ended new metal. I think like, they.
2: A- pre- after that, there was there was like really no other. I mean, in my opinion, uh, you know, I, I can't speak for everybody, obviously, but like there was really no other new metal bands like worth listening to. Exactly. Anything I had heard in that vein, like after that, it was just like, fuck this, you know. And what you, mean, you just mean? said
0: vein, like, so I just got to mention Mudband, but I'll say LD fifty. LD fifty was, not, was <laughs> yeah. like, the top. Though yeah, those are the two that kind of like
1: ended new metal, kind of. But but, I think Mudvin was more into new metal, and just like Slipknot, just came up and was like, "All right, <laughs> fucking yeah." Yeah. Let's <laughs> see, means... Jed is like he's like forty-five years old, so of course he doesn't yeah. like new metal. It's, it goes with my theory.
3: Right? Yeah, but what about what about? The,
1: I think Tim Young likes
4: new metal. Like he, he likes Slipknot a lot. I think he. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. He's in his forties, right? Tim's.
2: Hey, he probably I like playing, he not at least like the drums from Slipknot. You know. Like, yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. Yeah
1: for sure and he looked probably like i mean for him too like when joey quit i'm sure he was in the running like i'm 100 yeah. sure i actually remember him almost talking about it or something you did like. talk about that with him that he'd be like perfect for slipknot or something he yeah because he's been. got the joey jordison hair and like he's got the same build he could just put on the same mask and people would be like oh it's joey yeah. still so, you know, <laughs> I,
2: I, I joked around about trying out
1: <laughs> yeah 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 no i had i had all my friends when um like the more you know, big band friends when um when Paul Gray passed away, unfortunately. But I was like, hook me up with a tryout. I just want to try out. Like for, it'd be it'd be funny to like I mean, fun. It'd be a cool memory to go, just go play a song with them. You know, like it's like one of the Metallica tryouts. Like when they that video of like all these bass players from all these bands at the time, like trying out. Like that's just to be on that video or to be on that. Just like look around this like super professional band and, like, fucking have to play with them, let's, yeah, let's, I could see why you wanted to trap Slipknot. That's exactly kind of the same vein. Tim does look 18. Marie.
3: <laughs> that's very true. He's Tim's, like, way older.
1: 18. So that kind of works with my theory, too. He, he looks like kind of my age, but he's, like, you know, five or six years older. I don't know. <laughs> I don't look 18. Anyways.
0: So then yeah, Slipknot happens, and you're like, all right, what the fuck? yeah what like,
2: where, where, where you go from there and yeah. like yeah, the obvious answer is like grindcore death metal black mm-hmm. metal just everything yep. fast and heavy extreme music you know and yeah that's, that's
0: can you remember some of the first extreme stuff you'd been oh yeah
2: absolutely uh um there was there was this canadian radio station that used to come on on sunday nights from like 10 to midnight and uh <clears throat> I, I i don't remember how i stumbled upon it i was just like Flipping through the channels, and I heard like you know, a bunch of just noise and shit. I was like, all right, cool. So trying to get it to come in a little. And uh I'm pretty sure the, the like the first song that I had heard on that station was uh We Bleed by Cryptopsy.
0: Oh shit. Oh, shit.
2: Yeah, so I was like, all right, cool. And then um he played like uh Fist Fucking Gods Planet by Marduk okay this, like this dude played all kinds of shit. this is like this basically was this is how i got into like the death metal and like everything yeah. extreme
0: a guy who's already seasoned enough to give you a nice variety oh yeah, yeah a dude, real he, taste he played, of all the he
2: played like everything man like viking metal fucking like symphonic metal you know he, he was all over the place
0: That's but, rad, uh, dude
2: the 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 one thing that i remember the most that he played a chunk of uh, pig destroyer prowler in the yard
0: Ooh, oh yeah. yeah
2: and like when i heard that i was like what the fuck dude like i gotta start yeah. i gotta start playing drums like that that's that's one of the albums that made me like want to start playing blast beats
0: that was a key album for me too dude like the aggression and and technicality if you really yeah. think about it when it comes to grindcore not a lot of people are getting that tight and technical and and i didn't even realize it at the time because that was my first ex uh being exposed to pig destroyer but all the influences of of non-grindcore stuff that really gets in there once you you know expand your palette when it comes to metal and extreme music um prowler in the yard dude 100 it was a key key moment for me
1: you know what yeah. got me into them was uh was that video um i don't even know it might have been pre-youtube but i remember me and derek rickquist the, the faceless singer and stuff uh zenith passage which is killing it right now Hell yeah. um we we saw this video that was uh agoraphobic no no it was him singing but his mic broke i know exactly what and he oh, was oh and yeah. he was yelling so loud that you could hear it. It's on probably YouTube somewhere, but you could hear him like with the music that's fucking turned up way too loud. You can hear his voice was so powerful that it was it was coming through still. And I was like, yeah. what the fuck? Like this guy. And that's yeah. when I was like, I already had the CD because I like I was buying CDs like R. crazy R. Hayes. at the time. Shout and out to Hayes,
0: haze, dude.
1: Yeah, I was fucking just like that, that performance is actually to me one of the more legendary. A grind performances I've ever seen where he he's just literally sacrificing
0: himself in that moment you could see that he's like putting so much energy into still like being heard after the mic is broken that he's like he's brought to his knees basically while he was doing it it's very yeah, yeah, powerful yeah it it may not if you showed it to the person you know a person that's not part of this realm it wouldn't really mean much other than seeing a guy scream at the ceiling but when you're part of this thing and you you understand that like there are there's real and there's fake and jr hayes is a real motherfucker dude because he's putting every single ounce of energy into be, still being heard during that song. And yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: I mean, that's that to oh, yeah. me, that's uh, like, it might be like a movie that you saw when you were a kid. I haven't seen it in so long. So it might be like a movie that you saw when you were a kid. you like, that movie was so sick. And then you see it now. It's like, Oh, I can't, I can't even hear him, dude. I, can barely... <laughs> like,
0: I, I would back it. I I'll back man. it if you watched it right <laughs> now. I bet you, dude, fuck the copyright shit. Let's pull it up real quick, dude. Oh, i don't Jesus. think there is any we don't there. have a jamie so right, maybe we'll um, have it we'll have it like re- i don't know <laughs> yeah i'll yeah. oh, we'll it up get it ready and we'll talk about it in a bit uh what yeah. up dude that was a new professor picture all right yeah, yeah. sorry sorry yeah, don't that, know what
4: uh, I'm talking about joseph just sent us this it looks like he's hanging out with naveen and cheney uh, oh,
1: yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, pull- oh yeah oh fuck yeah
0: Love to have them that's back awesome. on the show, dude. It's uh, been yeah, yeah,
1: time, dude. Yeah. I mean, I've been talking. I've been, me and I've been talking to Cheney. Like when, cause what's uh fucking Drake like posted about her? Yeah, that's and, Drake, good. and uh, like we're just keeping that up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Drake. <laughs> all right, Drake posted about her, and I was like, and I just messaged her. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And she's like, yeah, dude, he's like messaged me a bunch, and was like, well, what do you saying? And she told me, I'm like, is Naveen down with that?
4: <laughs> I'm just no he said something
1: like he's like you're my angel or something like that it was no, i don't know i don't want to misquote it but he said like he was just like you're my fucking you're the shit blah blah like yeah, just I break love I fucking, love that uh completely like like fucking fanboying on she's getting them, every just like...
0: ounce of uh yeah it's insane you should
1: be getting she's yeah and it, i went and randomly like i looked after that happened i went and looked at some of her like her uh videos that she was posting I was like, who do I in common know that like is liking and watching her video? And like it was like all these fucking like blue check mark, fucking like amigo of the devil, all these people that I listen to like on the side, you know? And I was like, mm-hmm. Jesus, dude. Like That's fucking training, you need to get sh- you know, if you don't like Zoom very much or this whole pl- like platform, she likes in-person podcasts, you know, when they do the, the copper crab thing. I was like, fucking send them our way, dude. <laughs> like I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, like get some mm-hmm. of those like random fucking metalheads but i have that video real quick if you just wanted to throw it on real quick let's do uh, it let's uh, hear it
0: let's hear it just show everybody what we're talking screen, about uh, tab audio. we'll be quiet so you can see because he's fucking i'll mute my shit because he's loud as shit, fuck her. dude
1: no I, I actually found the spot where the mic broke breaks nice right. so
3: <laughs>
1: super new oh damn
3: E <risos> aí, Looks like
4: you Joel from the side. Look about to pass out
3: almost. Jesus
4: Christ, dude. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't think it's a- copyrighted. I don't think we're having trouble with that. So right. yeah, I, know, yeah. I know it's like it's like <laughs> it says 16
1: sick. years ago. Posted 16 years ago. That was so it's like I think that was right when YouTube started. Maybe when I saw it, but I almost feel like it was like something I downloaded somewhere too. Like on the it was it was on right. the
2: Robotic Empire website. That's that's where okay, I was okay. seeing it at.
1: Oh shit!
4: Sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: all that with no microphone just
4: yeah because the mic broke. It showed it on the ground. Yeah. one last yeah, little
0: tidbit so about pig destroyer and then I'll, I'll move on from them but that was actually a side project that was a from side what? project from Agora girl's the bands that bleed go, that's
1: right oh crazy That's really?
0: right
4: yeah, yeah and that's, that's one of scott's favorite bands scott's that's
0: why. og band before pig destroyer was agorafo knows oh, they're bleed. great yeah yeah and and then pig destroyer was just a little side thing that they were doing and then boom like what happened? Even, now.
2: Uh, Scott and Brian were doing uh, Enemy Soil too. Yeah,
0: yeah but... Enemy Soil was fucking. Brian good. Brian came yeah. later on.
2: Uh, you know, I was drum machine shit first. But yeah, uh, Brian and Jr.
0: wasn't there the whole time. But still, he was there like during the infant style. Right. Yeah. But um, yeah, dude. No, I love I love all that stuff. Um...
1: Yeah, it was cool to watch that video again. That I, I was the vocals were louder than I remembered. To be yeah. honest with you, I was like, no, it, was, it wasn't
0: the the old movie thing that you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, no, it's like better. It was like an <laughs> old movie. You're
1: like, dude, that movie's sick. You got to watch it again, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
4: Just like known for that. They're like, we don't use a microphone. We just... Every- <laughs> uh-huh. Dude, your vocalist would be
1: shit. so shot. Dude, if you had a tour yeah. like that, he has to like yell over like cymbals and shit and like fucking amps. Right. He's like, he's, fucking on the- he's like about to pass out, it looks like. He's just like giving yeah. everything he has, you know. <laughs> but fucking the I've, fallen,
0: I've fallen asleep to prowler in the yard and there's one part of that album where it's him screaming like that but it's in reverse and it comes out of like 20 seconds of silence and mm-hmm. that is literally what the thing that will bring you straight from deep slumber which is J.R. hayes screaming in reverse dude <laughs> out of nowhere it there's no way you can continue sleeping <laughs> yeah, people yelling like by themselves when you're
1: sleeping. Like, I listen to a podcast and someone yells, I'll just be like, Oh shit, nature in this <laughs> off. it's is like, it just gets me all heightened. I'm like ready to like run down and check what's going on, you know? But yeah, so you're into Pig Destroyer, getting into the more grind, heavier stuff. um So, were you using that in like when you've, as like a influence to start Gut Rot? Was that kind of like, was that the next thing, by the way? Because obviously we just kind of jumped. From the nineties. Uh, no, was? no there, was,
2: there was there was a band that I was in before Gut Rot, which is like how uh I met those dudes. Uh we were called Cut Rate. It was with a, a couple of the dudes that I went to high school with. Uh mm-hmm. that was like my first like legit band. I mean, we I don't know. I do I, I really even shouldn't say that. Uh the only reason i said that is because that's the first band that i was in that actually like made it as far as to fucking get shirts made and shit <laughs> okay, that's legit i mean and, like yeah. were you and, and, opening and we for had, bands like, a, we had like a fucking our first our first release was like a fucking 19 song album like <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: yeah. It's grind as fuck
2: <laughs> yeah and and it was like it was kind of grindy it was like a mm-hmm. mix of new metal and grind like very fucking like all the like heavier parts of slipknot meets um mm-hmm. you know a kid that had just started listening to death metal and grind you know
1: right. do you think it's slipknot new metal can we just because There's of the time i think they're playing into it I, it's like also chains is kind of like rock metal but they're like grunge you know yeah, it's they like, they like because of the time they came and out and Yeah, yeah
2: I, a, I think that's what it is because yeah no other no other new metal bands that i know of were Like doing blast beats and shit, you know
1: yeah there's
0: no one <laughs> no, i know but if this. you have a riff that's like anywhere in your yeah music.
1: they do they have that <laughs> they, their breakdowns would be like in the first album stuff especially yeah like, a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah just like, it'd be like yeah that whole like
0: like it's like
1: you know they would go back to that constantly so yeah i guess that's new metal that's i, think, the, people, I, I think that's
0: the differentiation is like a new metal breakdown can just be open is it tech is, is it tech it's, new metal or like or? they it. weren't really like let's let's just leave open notes well they uh, wanted
1: this they wanted the
0: yeah
4: the headbanging they you know rhythm yeah they're calling it alternative metal on reddit and reading a little about it
1: for uh for slipknot or for that's
2: that's a little more accurate i suppose it's like so it's just like harshly lumping them in with new metal, which is like. I think
1: the I think the right term would be new death metal.
0: Yeah, uh, not new because you got the new no. in there.
1: No, the the <laughs> nu death metal. It
4: says yeah.
0: in, in conclusion,
1: is death. alternative
4: metal when it comes to their music, but new metal when it comes to a musical era they started in.
1: Okay. So I don't know. That's actually funny that that uh, Metal Chef brought up Metal uh Subtletor Roots because I feel like. What Slipknot and bands like that oh, did okay. is like they were kind of like brought their their influence, and it made like Sepultura like go backwards into new metal. <laughs> like I mean, they were like yeah, like, like, did like, this, like was going was this way, thing. and then like Sepultura's like, oh shit, that's that's sick, dude. We're gonna go this way, and they're like it kind of like I mean well, they I kind of met in the middle like, a little
0: bit. Yeah, i say D. Yeah, that was like the I think where like the birth of like new metal sound really people say that i don't it. even think of
1: it like that at all i think of roots like new metal but i've never but thought of it yes. but people AD. say that though people say that Chaos all the time not... like
0: 93 but then you listen to it and there there's a song on that album and i've probably said it before on the show whatever there's a song on that album that literally is the blueprints to like the first three hate breed records dude. it's probably yeah. territory
1: or uh or uh yeah i, no, I, I loved that album around. when it came out
0: but either way, you listen to it and you're just like, "There's so many." Like, there is. It's like dun 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 mm-hmm. like, so like that. Like, what's and like- then new metal happened, mm-hmm. and then and then Max is like, "What up, dude? Let's bring Soulfly into the mix." And you see, get- what's the
1: first what? What's like the first new metal record? Like, probably. Uh, uh, I mean, probably it's probably the first Corn album, or maybe before that. There's that. uh What's that band? That guy that died, Lynn Strait. The guy that died, not. Yeah, something also, like that.
2: Uh, self-titled Corn was out way before that. Yeah. Oh, but dude, 90, 90, you know what it
1: is? F- what? This is my. This is my. Uh, uh, it's a. Uh, it's like Ma- Ma- Mike Patton. Uh, what's the, what Oh, it's is like this. Oh, <laughs> faith no more. Yeah, faith, no yeah. more. I feel like but that's the like first new metal.
0: That metal. I don't think that that's. But new that's what metal. new metal
1: was. That, that's like pretty much the blueprint of it. And it's then like once I'm Saying they down-tuned from there and made it like a different but that's like the blueprint, like Rage yeah. Machine, like uh, like that whole thing.
4: I always I feel like thought it was the first Corn. Oh, that's kind of what I thought. It's like just straight.
0: What my... year was that? 92? 94, 94, you said, right?
4: 94.
1: 94. Yeah. 94. So I think well, the Faith well, the War it, was it, like 93. Well, like,
2: honestly, it might even have been like one of their previous bands because those dudes were all like that whole Bakersfield scene was all doing like... Meth? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 no, they were they were all doing like, like weird shit like that back then. Yeah. Uh, yeah
1: no they were they were in a bunch of different bands and they kind of collaborated and got together because yeah yeah that's i mean yeah, that's I, a, that's have a a, I have a
0: theory that all music is related to the drugs that people are doing and wherever it's a little messy it's a little meth-y. It's a little, <laughs> <a> little messy because <laughs> like
1: the styles like they see people like uh, I, if i see someone like dressing with like a bunch of piercings and weird yeah, shit down you know, on their yeah. face i'm like that's a little messy dude i don't know it's like it a hair like, you just automatically
0: <laughs> like, okay, like you've been up for two days you know <laughs> You got a eyebrow, you probably, yeah, you know,
4: (laughs)
1: give it a try at least, you know. (laughs) The pierced eyebrow, I mean that that may, that's making a comeback. That's that could work. I like yeah. That's for me. That's the 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 green. I
0: never healed. It was infected the whole fucking time. I <laughs> you i so yeah, yeah. just Stuck with like a little nub that I've what had for did, the rest. Since your picture of
4: you with with one like wait, yeah, back. I
0: had it young, dude. But it never like literally to the point where I could like push on my eyebrow and their, like pus would come out the bottom. Oh jeez, man. So I was like, I'm out. I gotta get. I gotta take this thing out.
1: Piercings. But yeah so slipknot you got started getting into the more extreme music and so you said you printed shirts did you guys like print albums did you guys get like a, a small label or just do it like diy well, it, it wasn't even, DIY? It wasn't
2: even DIY. yeah it was all diy like the the cds were like cdr you know computer paper like all that shit we didn't even uh-huh. have like real artwork for the stuff it was just like the name of the band and you know the album title and then like on the inside, it was all, all the song titles and shit. I'm like, how
1: exciting title. that was. You thought yeah. like, absolutely. You, you thought <laughs> back then, like you were like printing stuff and you're like, this is, this could be the next slipknot dude. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you had like no idea. Just like, I mean, I mean really, it could be something huge, at, but it's like a 0.001. I, chance, I just but, thought yeah. about, it.
0: this is so cool that I'm making something that like, I'm a part of it now. Yeah. It's like, there's, here's a physical, here's a relic of, our work and we're making it by hand so we're seeing like every copy that somebody else may have put in and be like this is fucking terrible and then throw it out the window yeah because back then you just probably i mean me
1: and carrie and stuff we would just we would just rewrite things for like six months like songs we'd like every new practice we'd have we'd like listen to it a bunch and be like oh no we got to rewrite that (laughs) <laughs> and we were like we were the the worst team together because we just he would finally be like i like it And i'd be like yeah we need to change that like and it's literally no, nothing ever got done and because i because when you kind of like had the you know the ear fatigue or whatever of hearing your own band you would just be like oh i don't know if that's gonna work dude i don't you need someone else's opinion to to like throw stuff off of you know because for us that was i didn't know that existed i didn't know ear fatigue was a, was a thing. I thought it was like, oh, it just doesn't that good anymore. So we should change it up. And but yeah, to like throw up put an album out and like hand out copies to people, that's like the next level. It's like the if you're going like climbing the ladder, it's like get a shirt printed. Fucking get a physical copy of your music and then like hand it to people. Like and watch them go like ah <laughs> like, like, like oh i gotta listen to this fuck dude. Yeah. back then with oh. cd players though that's all you had and if you got a f- cd to listen to back then it was like okay
0: well will check it out you know i was always yeah. stoked to listen to shit on the way home from shows hell yeah so wait Sorry, so hi, 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 were hi. we were we talking about zach printing up some shit is that what we were talking so the first, first I,
1: I needed a beer
0: <laughs> no we just went on a long <laughs> rant you T- we took us on you took us on a long run of printing up shit and putting oh, yeah, it oh yeah, yeah i was
1: like that's the fun i'm just saying that was fun like that was like a very exciting time and then so going from there so that band so where did that where did that end
2: uh it was like i think it was like 2000 2002 okay was when the band ended like we were together for like a year i think
1: you're still and in high we, school right
2: i was actually i dropped out of high school but okay. Uh, so I did, I did like my freshman year of high school and then I came back for, sorry, I'm trying to like plug my computer back in here. Oh, it's all uh, good. I did like, um, I think it was like, a um, like maybe like a month and a half of my, my uh, sophomore year. And then that's when my parents split up and, or no, I'm sorry. That's when we moved to a different city. Okay. So uh, yeah, I had like all the time in the world to like learn how to do blast beats and shit because that's, so, that's, why did you
1: why did you drop out what was the not to get
3: uh, like just, a way from you I,
2: I didn't i didn't want to go to school in the, the city that we were moving to because yeah, like, just notorious for you know making dumbasses <laughs> <laughs> just a dumbass factory yes absolutely <laughs> like turning them out straight up <laughs>
1: oh man no i, I know that feeling because i remember my my dad moved away and then i i uh there's this, my mom was living over in like a different part of town. And then I went one day to that high school and I was like, I'm not doing this, you know, cause I did my whole growing up somewhere else. And then like, it went to like, Hey, check out this rival school. It's like, we were kind of like the beach kind of school. And then they were the, the mountain school. They were like a different breed of humans, you know, I remember walking in there and I was like, I walked in there for, I was there for maybe three hours and I was like, I was probably 14 or 15 and I was like, can't do it. Like, we got to figure something out. <laughs> like, I'm going to drop the fuck out if we go here. And uh, we ended up, like, lying and say, saying that my best friend's house at the time was was my address that was still in the same town. And then she just ended up having to drive me to fucking, like, 45 minutes to school every morning. And then, fucking, I had to take two buses and a taxi to get home. It was insane. But she made it work. So, and, yeah, props. But, like, that at the same time, I, I know that feeling of going to a different school going, like, nope, not, not doing that so I, dude, <laughs> I,
2: I didn't even i didn't even make it to the school like i i, I was friends with a couple of kids from that city and like yeah. i love them that so if they're watching like i you know i love you but you, you're dumb <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dumb. It's a... so yeah i was just i, I don't want to go there and uh, my plan was to just like practice like, get better yeah. and mm-hmm. like try to get a job uh getting mm-hmm. a job didn't work out so i ended up practicing a lot <laughs>
1: So, you were how old? How old were you when you were trying to get a job? Like 14, 15?
2: It was like 15 at this point, mm-hmm. I think.
1: 15. I remember, you had to get like a worker's permit, you know, like to like work underage. Like, you had to get like a permit from like the state to be like, I'm underage and I'm, let me work at Dairy Queen. Please, please, let me work at yeah. Dairy Queen.
2: Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Something like that. But uh, yeah, yeah, it yeah. I didn't end up working out. So, I just spent all the time that I might have been working, uh, just kind of listening to records and, and learning them beat for beat, you know, that's, that's how I taught myself how to play and shit.
1: So is that when um because I remember some people keep talking about mutilated in the chat. So is that when mutilated came?
2: Uh mutilated that I so I met those dudes through like the same the previous band that I was in like before got Rat. Like so how how mm-hmm. I met everybody was that band we all played a show we played a show with like mutilated and uh mulch w- which was Brian and john and kevin from gut rot that was their other band so we love that name that's yeah that's (laughs) mulch mulch (laughs) that's how we all met and uh from there we started talking on aim and brian was like dude you know you obviously like want to play like faster heavier shit you know so like let's let's do a death metal band i was like fuck yeah dude that's that's what i'm talking about because that's where i was trying to go with my other band they, they kind of wanted to just like keep it more like we had like breakdowns and shit and they wanted to like kind of keep it more that way and i was like fuck that we need to play faster you know
1: <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i know i remember being in that mode where you're just like when breakdowns were starting to come all i mean at first i remember i was in a band called taste of blood and stuff and i was all about the breakdowns but they were brand new and i just thought it was supple- like actually what anthony like going back to anthony's point like I thought it was like a chaos ID kind of like dun 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 and like I was seeing kids that kind of look like f- for me from Santa Cruz doing it, and I was like, oh well, this is like what I've been looking for. And then I saw started to get like hang out in that scene a little bit, and I was like, this is not what I'm looking for at all. <laughs> this is not, you know, this is like a, I don't want to get punched in the face and you know like fucking spin kicked in the fucking
3: tit. But <laughs> yeah. um,
1: but yeah, but I mean it had the kind of same vibe to it. But yeah, so. Then it turned into like me like kind of rebelling against my friends and being like, fuck breakdowns, dude. It's all about double bass and blast beats, you piece of shit.
3: <laughs> <Shred>. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I want to be crazier and faster. But yeah, same, same with me. Just going out and going more extreme, just pushing it, you know, constantly. Yeah. So that's what Gut Rot kind of like was going for in the beginning. And so tell me about gut rot because I've, I've Wait, did we even talk on mutilated? oh i don't even well i was
2: i i I met mutilated like basically through doing gut rot i mean we all played that show together but how those guys like were like oh you know we can get this guy to replace tony well actually tony decided that he was going to replace himself with me he asked me to replace him (laughs) but Yeah, yeah anyway like we we all practiced in the same building so that's that's like how that came to be
1: okay same practice space stuff
2: yeah well, uh, it was, it was like the same practice building. I think, um, at the time that I was doing my, uh, pre gut rot band, I was also like jamming with some other guys that I met through doing shows with them. And they had a room mm-hmm. in this, in this building that I'm talking about it was called the loft. And that's where like, I practiced that fucking from 2002 to, I think it was like 2020. So anyway, um, or no, I'm sorry anyway it doesn't matter
1: <laughs> no, no, um, no but you've been there for a long ass time yeah yeah yeah
2: well so, like yeah so we all practiced in the same building that's how i met the mutilated guys uh when tony decided that he wanted to start like pursuing art um that's when he was like hey you know you're fucking sick you know obviously like you can play this stuff and like i i was a fan so i was like hell yeah dude <laughs>
1: yeah yeah <laughs> you know? definitely so that's so mutilate so what did you end up like what was your what did you do with mutilated mutilated mutilated
2: <laughs> i never never got to record anything with them but okay. i wrote like i think maybe like five or six songs it was like okay the, pretty much like the first half of, of what was going to be the second album and mm-hmm. then uh that's when i i uh got the call to join black dahlia
0: nice damn so, so- then let's but, take it back to the gut rot thing. Cause we yeah, didn't yeah. really talk about gut rot. I, okay. Um, how long did that go for? And yeah, what were the details behind that project? Because that was my first introduction to you. Was that split?
2: Hell yeah. So, uh, yeah. In like 2002, I can't remember like exactly when it was or early, maybe it was early 2003, but, uh, yeah, so we started jamming uh late at night in the in the room that Mulch jammed in. I actually had to like I was playing on their drummer's drum set. Mm-hmm. Uh because my stuff wasn't up there uh, quite yet. So the, mm-hmm. the the first two songs that we wrote were T Bagging the Dead and uh, Gorging on Menstrual Chunks. And uh those basically like came about just by like improv jamming.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, oh, yeah so we just uh we would record yourself and jam practice and stuff
2: uh yeah we did we did recordings and stuff but that was like after after we had songs together really at least Uh. that's how i remember it like we would just we would jam and then if something sounded cool like we would stop and then start to like work on something from that
0: yeah totally dude that's that's i think uh i think that's a great way to at least you know plant a seed because a lot of cool things can come out of just getting loose and and jamming with somebody just absolutely finding a pocket and then once you're in there you're like oh shit dude we we found a little pocket together
1: yeah just getting that like kind of natural jam i mean yeah i just I mean that's re- how the riff was
0: works he'd be calling the riff wizard that's how that dude works uh same how dan and i worked with carnivorous like just sitting for you know a lot of time where you're just playing shit together and somehow some way you click at the right time and you remember what you were doing at that moment then you can build on that
1: you know that was the hardest part because being like a like you know my whole childhood through my like 20s was a stoner so like um it was really hard to remember things like that was like the number one thing is like playing guitar and stuff is like, I'll come up with things that i like love all the time. But if you don't like record it or like somehow like document it, then they just, it's, there's so many sick riffs that are just gone. That oh was, yeah, like, dude. proud of. And I'm like, I have no idea what that, I'm like, no idea where it came from. There's times me, I remember me and Casey jamming in the, and just like freestyling in the, in the old jam room and triple A mini storage and we'd have like a sick riff, and then like I remember Ty Oliver, all these like Matt Stello, all these people walk in. They're like, "Fuck, that's sick, dude!" Well, fuck yeah! And then the next day, I'm just like, I don't even know what we were playing. Dude. Just, I have like, no idea what we were doing because it's just so like I feel beautiful. I,
0: I think that's kind of beautiful. It was just for you guys in that moment, you know.
1: Well, Casey's one of those drummers. Sorry, I know compliments and stuff, but Casey's one of those drummers. that Like as a guitar player, when you're playing with him, he's listening to the guitar too because he plays guitar, so he knows. He's kind of like listening to kind of compliment and like go to the next part he and things like that. Like adapt, he's adapt. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like a, like a someone just doesn't know like guitar stuff and whatever that he like, he knows what the guitar's doing. He's listening to it and will be like, all right, to this now. And it'll like kind of look at you and just be like, all right, this now. And there's a lot of, um, drummers when I would like just freestyle with them that just be like, all right, well, I'm just going with them or whatever you're doing, brother. Like whatever you want to do. <laughs> like, you know, they would just like immediately change the fucking tempo. I'm like, all right, fuck, like, Jun, 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 you know, like I would. Have to just change on a on the on a like fucking dime, you know. Where Casey was kind of un- listening, he listens to your guitar playing and then builds stuff around it because he's hearing it, you know. But um,
4: I think a lot of drummers do that, even if they don't play guitar. Though they're like, you know, they're like humming the riff, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I I just remember like freestyling with other drummers versus with yeah. with them. I felt like they were they were just navigating it, and I'm following them. So whatever they want to do is all good. But you. Like, I remember just you in particular, you would just be like, oh, I, I get the the vibe of this riff, and I feel like this should come up next. You'd, like, look, like, like you know, like, give you the eye, you know, and you're like, all right, so let's slow it down, let's fa- speed it up, or, you know, and, like, and, and beats and stuff inspire me, too. That's one thing that's always been the hardest thing with me is, like, I can't just sit with a guitar and write. Like, I need a drum beat. I need some sort of a beat to, like, give me a vibe. Like, if you throw, like, a fucked up rhythm together, I'll be like, Well, oh, I can totally come up with a riff on that. But if you told me, Oh, it's in fucking seventeen nine, dude. Just like no no, you know, like if you told me what it was, I'd be like, I haven't fucking lost. But if I can hear it, it's like totally easy to to 17, understand. Seventeen nine
0: sounds fucked up,
3: dude. I don't know it if that's doesn't even exist.
1: doesn't exist. Yeah, I just made that up. I made it actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: but, but uh man, it can't be odd like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I'm not yeah. I'm all what's in 101 fucking three, dude. <laughs> no, but um no, but just hearing like you know, when people say odd time signatures and then Casey and ODS before I joined them were all about like what five and seven and a bunch of these like time sig- like these times I really didn't fuck with. But hearing it, I was like, oh, that makes sense to me, you know? Like, but seeing it written and seeing it written in like music, I'm just like, that's fucking another language i mean it is but it's chinese to me you know it's like it's like i'm looking at symbols going like what the fuck is this but uh i don't know i'm i'm ranting i can do for another 35 minutes if you
0: guys want <laughs> i was just waiting to see how long would go dude i know That's i
4: know awesome. so oh, i'm getting drunk so taking it back here to uh you know zach so yeah I'm gonna, let's I'll get let's awesome. get
0: rolling or say, okay so gut rot which by the way is a band i've always thought was like uh one because for the guys like us that grew up during the early ages of unique leader there was always those bands that didn't come out on unique leader that i was like they should have been on new unique leader if they kept on going you know yeah. there's so many. there was a lot of uh, uh unique leader influence in certain parts of get rot and i just thought that like you know with uh, a cleaner production that totally could have been a band that dropped on ul back in the day
2: no shit yeah i mean i i that's that's cool um that would have been awesome because we we definitely all fucking got down with a a lot of the unique leadership like some of my like some of my favorite death metal is fucking Pyemia, dude like
0: hell yeah
1: dude that's that shit's what's up. That I can hear that in gut Rod. I can hear that. Like for that sure. Was, like that
2: a was little... that was that was definitely um that was one of the bands that I heard on that Canadian radio station that just like was like, Yes, this Shout is Shout out to
0: Joel from Piamia, dude. Um Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. On, dude, I'll, I'll I, I can get to you pretty quick. So I'm gonna be searching for you very soon. R too, right? R was the yeah, side project yeah, for them. Yeah. I loved R too, yeah. Hell yeah. Did
2: you, did you have, you, have you heard the fucking that last album they put out?
0: The newest one? No, I have not. I have yeah. not. Jesus. It was like,
2: a, uh, like a, only a year or two ago, or, I think. Maybe no? I could be mistaken.
0: Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's so hard for me to keep that up with everything. No, good. not
2: Piemia. Uh, fucking Arshbury. Arshbury. Arshbury? Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, my no. Uh, Piemia, we, we, we definitely would have heard about that, but. Yeah, either way. I'm I'm I I it's fine. It's so hard for me to keep up with everything, dude. Oh, it's called B U
1: T O H. Yes. B-U-T-O-H? But yep. yep. It's 2020. Okay. I'm fucking stoked. Thank
0: you, man.
2: <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah,
0: I uh I stopped making myself feel bad about it. Cause there's just so much cool shit, dude. And I'm never going to be able to keep up with it with all the other things that I'm paying attention to, you know, dude, it's like, the, it's
2: like actual work to like, to keep up with music anymore. And that's what I'm saying,
0: dude. Like we had that time back in the day, dude, all it was, was like, what are we going to do today? We're going to jam. We're going to fucking party. And we're going to fucking talk about music and search for new music. That was like the four things that we did in our early twenties, you know, this Arshbreed shit is sick. It's like right back where they left off. Yeah. And that's what's up, dude. And I love that that's happening too, for uh, our generation and the guys who are a little bit older than us, that like everybody's starting to feel a little bit of a, a renaissance a resurgence of sorts where they're, they're getting inspired again, you know, and not, not wanting to stop doing it just so they're bringing their shit back dude and that's rad it's really seeing with retromorphosis i'm so stoked on that fucking project dude Um, i know we
1: haven't even really talked about it much it's fucking i know but let's not
0: let's let's we've already steered away from zach one thing what what, i mean
1: to your point though all i'm saying is that that's really cool doing this again because for me like i feel like a lot of our tech death stuff is kind of like we listen to it but it's not Mm -hmm. like something we're like our number one priority in life anymore or just like crazy metal, we'll like listen to other music mostly until this podcast and then this podcast kind of like brought life into kind of like this
0: for us first hosts for us yeah yeah hosts, like it started to, you know reignite things for us and then having the dennis the, on having dennis homies. on and shit yeah, and yeah, dennis and the... seeing him he got he was with us he like he
1: got reignited too and he was like after that podcast he was like you know what he's like working his job he's doing his thing he's not doing music and he's like you know what like i want to start playing music again after that
3: like,
0: like yeah what the fuck yeah, like this is so sick fuck, dude I'm like yeah. if that
1: is the only thing that comes from this podcast i would be like we helped spawn like the the brains of Spawn kind of get back together and start yeah, jamming again. Yeah. I'm like, dude, we're the
0: guys in Severed, and they're starting to talk. Severed's about him, doing you, stuff, you know. Oh, God, it, I, here? I don't know. How's I you know just I, I want to say that I think, Mike Gilbert, worked. Hell yeah, dude. What oh, yeah, what up, brother?
1: Gilbert um, is one of my favorite guitar players of all time. So, I'm gonna say, watch it, watch how he loves uh compliments. He's <laughs> the best shredder and he is of all time, so uh, for technical death metal. He mm-hmm. nails it. He always thinks he fucks up. He's like, "Oh, I sucked." But he just fucking kills it every time. <laughs> like, I already got up. We got.
2: <laughs> he's like the yeah. coolest fucking guy too, man. Like <laughs>
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the perfect example. I knew no, I could dude, just get it out. I've of been it. I've been hypnotized
0: by Gilbert's <laughs> playing for years. Dude, and I still get caught up in it when I'm in in person with him. He's it he's just got a style that
2: the it's fucking like, jedi
0: grind dude exactly oh, dude, dude the fuck he's so yeah. smooth you know and watching him play he's just such a professional dude <laughs> so he says hi
1: oh. or hello
0: i'm sorry i didn't mean to shorten it <laughs> yeah my, he's he's greeting you as well zach but yeah i,
1: I see it i see it i, I see yeah, it yeah, yeah fuck yeah but no, that's one dude, of those that's what's yeah.
0: cool about this whole thing is like we aren't done, you know. Odious is slowly chipping away at this new album too. I mean, uh, me and Joel more than these guys. <laughs> yeah. um, but um, it's I still... borrowed a bass for it, and the uh, said bass I borrowed
1: got taken back. So I'm like, "Fuck, dude! I already did like three or four songs. Like I gotta fucking get it." I know it dude, it, four thousand dollars. <laughs> we're
0: working slow, but it doesn't matter, dude. It what matters is that we're all just involved in something right now currently and it's a whole decade more after the last time we all did some shit you know and and zach's been active this whole time it's like it's so cool that all the dudes that we were we were all getting connected with 20 years ago are still fucking around you know hey, what and, am i f- like zach zach in particular so i was
1: in santa cruz once just chilling at a bar in santa cruz and then zach elbows me from behind and he's all what's up motherfucker and my brain like had to like understand i was going to a metal show or something it was i think phobia or something was playing in santa cruz
2: probably yeah and i was going for like see
1: mike and hang out with mike and stuff and um you just like like shoulder checked me you're like what's up my brain was like you and santa cruz like what's going like i was like trying to put all the information together i was like what the fuck and that was uh when we announced that you were gonna be on the show i was like that was the first memory that came out i was like i've seen him and i've hung out with him in santa cruz like I, I'm, you just i didn't even know you were playing in the band and you just come up behind me i'm just at a bar with my back turned and you're just like what up and to yeah. see someone's face that's across the u.s like right there i'm like what like what the fuck is going on you know it was it's literally a memory that we'll, i'll never forget and that was fucking oh, like, amazing dude that's funny dude yeah.
2: like I, I i played i never recorded anything with him i just played like live with them and stuff uh for yeah like, about three years and a, uh-huh. a lot of people like never knew it
1: <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. i know i i just went to go see exhumed and phobia and then like <laughs> fucking zach's behind me i'm like what the fuck <laughs> like, it's like a work night i'm like drunk i'm already too drunk and i'm like ah. i'm like fuck it was such a fucking cherry on top for that night but so i mean so gut rot happens so after gut rot was that the the cat so how did the is that black dahlia next is that pretty much the next move from there
2: so i was i was doing uh gut rot and mutilated at the same time and uh so like how the whole black dahlia thing even came about is um i used to talk to Corey grady a lot like on aim instant messenger Mm -hmm. and um like i don't know for some reason like he was he thought I was cool enough to like keep talking to you know I was just some fucking stupid fan kid you know yeah yeah and uh, so like he started like like uh, sending me albums and shit um through through messenger I remember getting like internal ma- um I'm sorry internal suffering chaotic matrix from him
3: were
1: you just were you just getting like the the album names and just going no to the no he was from? like sending me these sending albums
2: up. like yeah through messenger because you were like okay able to do that shit it kind of took forever but. yeah yeah fucking chat the whole time Mm -hmm. and yeah he like he sent me that and like um fetopsy dispartum uh-huh and i think uh aeon bleeding the false like oh yeah yeah so anyway like yeah I, i became friends with him like talking on there and shit and um fast forward a couple of um like maybe like a year later mutilated was doing this um this death metal fest in Minneapolis that Don Decker from anal blast was putting on. Oh
1: yeah. Don. Yeah.
2: And, uh, black Dahlia played that. And I, I think, I think that might've been, no, that wasn't the first time they saw me play. I'm sorry. I, I, I fucked this all up.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, It's
1: all good. So you guys are from the same town though. You guys are from the same area though, right?
2: Yeah. Kind, kind of. of? They're, they're, yeah. they're like, they're from a little further North than, uh, where I stay at. Okay. But, uh, so yeah, um, I'm sorry I lost what I was saying.
1: Oh, you were, you were trying. Uh, you, th- you thought that that fest was the first time they saw you, but it was at another. Oh yeah, I place. fucked that all up.
2: Okay, so the, the first time they they saw me play was with Got Rot, and it, okay. was our, it was our second show ever actually. Um, mm-hmm. So we played our first uh, first show the night before, and one of the bands that played their singer was the uh, he was like the owner and operator of this DIY spot called I- Idle Kids and uh like he liked us came up to us after we got done he was like hey man um i have a fucking show happening tomorrow night if you guys are interested in opening and it was um ion dissonance circle of oh, dead damn. children uh saprogenic and the black dahlia murder
0: Ah, oh, my god damn. guys yeah, i mean it was, it was, can we just uh, talk about early 2000s tour packages for <laughs> you know Like that for real just takes me right back to all the old shows. I used to go to late teens, early twenties of just like, just packing all that, like uh, that variety yet all works together for me personally, you know, and, and, that was how we were exposed to all these different flavors of metal, dude, was those. But a lot packages. of it too.
1: You didn't, you didn't know those bands. Like a lot of those bands, you didn't even, you're just like, oh, okay, we'll go to this package. And then in the future, you look at that package, you're like, what the fuck? We saw that like them in their infancy, like come out and do a show or something, you know, like, and, and they were like, it's just one of those bands you just see on the flyer. Like I am dissonance. Okay, well, I'll check them out. I guess, I guess I'll be there for that. And then you see them and like, like, Ten years down the road, you're like, "What the fuck, dude? That show is insane!" Like, you know, seeing what they become. And stuff yeah, like but
0: someone who's season two, who knows all those bands, like, uh, loves and appreciate. Like for me personally, I love and appreciate that the first two bands that came out of his mouth was Ion Dissonance and Circle of Dead Children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same yeah. bill that like that already locks me in. I mean, there's there's gonna be, the rest of them were good too, but just having those two on the bill just tells me like we we have a nice variety of quality and extreme like different areas of metal already laid out for us right there
2: yeah hell yeah
0: all right so, so like I, yeah, just, yeah. I
2: was actually like fucking like well familiar with all of those bands uh i found ion dissonance on uh, like mp3.com i think and then uh, circle of dead children was yet another one of those bands that was on that canadian radio station so like yeah as soon as i heard that i was like oh yeah fuck yeah we're playing this show <laughs> mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah yeah So that was the first time they saw me play um i think it was like a couple months after that uh they were having trouble with Corey, and it was either brian or trevor i think it might have been trevor like you know sh- uh, shot me a message randomly on on Inst- instant messenger and was like hey man uh you know we we might be you know in the market for a new drummer soon you know would you be interested and i was like of course yeah they were like my favorite like local band at the time so
1: just yeah <laughs> as far it's, as yeah. uh cool Black Italia, I, they, yeah yeah
0: no i was just gonna say it's cool that he was still in the underground even then like propping people up from the underground early oh yeah, early, yeah you know oh, that's what yeah. we talked about and then this is like a perfect example right here like I know it was Trevor that lashed on to get Rot and watching. Oh yeah, for sure, play, you know.
2: Like I I sent Corey our the Gut Rot demo through Messenger and like that's how all of them heard it. So they heard it before they actually saw me play and shit, but like yeah, Trevor he definitely knew about it and he was down as fuck with Gut Rot. He supported the shit out of us always, even like like after I was out of like Alia and stuff, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. I could see him. That's like a right up Trevor's alley. Mm-hmm. Fucking stuff. I could definitely tell like the. Piamia kind of grindy kind of fucking Jesus Christ. Like he was all about that shit. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you basically so they re, You know they added you in. So tell me about like the was it a tryout? You just were in, or what was going on with that with Black Dahlia?
2: Uh so once once they decided that they didn't want Corey in the band anymore, Brian hit me up and he was like, So yeah, we're you know, we're we're gonna have you come try out. Uh they mm-hmm. came and picked me up. I played Unhollowed with them, like, all the way through. I mean, you know, uh-huh. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I fucked up a couple of times because I was, like, really nervous. But um, I knew all of those songs, like, very well because, again, because of all the shit that Corey would send me through mis- Messenger. Like, he actually sent me the album, like, Unmixed, Unmastered, you know, from the board. Like, I, I got to hear it before Metal Blade did. <laughs> wow. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So Definitely.
2: I was I was already very well familiar with the music. I knew all the you know all the transitions and everything. Uh when I went, you know, minus the few fuck ups I had. Uh they were like, Hell yeah, um you wanna join the band? And then fucking two weeks later we're on the road with cannibal corpse right yeah.
1: That's crazy. One thing I wanted to ask you about that too, is I remember you I think you were in the air. I remember talking to Brian or Trevor about this a long time ago, but uh, I brought it up on the podcast before. So when you guys did Ozfest, right? It was Ozfest? It wasn't. It wasn't Mayhem Fest. It was still Ozfest, right?
2: Yeah, 2005.
1: 2005.
2: So I, I, I'm pretty sure uh, Dahlia did like a, a Mayhem Fest, like down the road. But the one that, down the road, yeah, the yeah. The one was yeah, 2005.
1: Uh, you guys were still so like a like a new, such a like a up and coming band. Remember unhollowed came out and um being at a show at Slim's and i had the album and stuff and listening to it and i remember like they threw it on maybe it was a cannibal show or something they threw it on before cannibal came on just to like and everyone was fucking into it like everyone was like oh i know this song like everyone like knew that they just sparked up so fast you know like as far as they had the fucking at the gates thing and they had death metal they had like all the kind of like everything that you wanted in one package that people were all into and uh everyone was fucking so into it but I, I remember either i think trevor told me about um Ozfest, how the label was so just like hyped that they bought the fucking spot on Ozfest and we're like all right you're gonna have to recoup this shit later but we're give like a hundred grand or something to be on Ozfest. fest yeah, I, I,
2: like... I think uh part of part of the the deal for them giving us that money i, I think it was like 70 grand okay it was like something like like that and and part of the part of that deal you know for them giving us that money was uh like adding another album to the to the contract and i i I honestly don't remember like how many they were already like originally signed up for Mm -hmm. but i I know that there was at least one more added because of that like that whole that spiel right right
1: right after ozfest though you had to hit the road hard right that was like
2: uh, yeah we we came home from OzFest for like two weeks and then that's that's like when the touring started but the first the first tour of that touring was my last tour with them
1: okay okay got it so it's like yeah I, I felt like it was a from what i was kind of getting at was like a business move by the label going like all right we're gonna pay this <laughs> like yeah. you know for a band to get or for a label to give a new band like a seventy thousand dollar like chunk to be like all right so we're trusting you guys right now. <laughs> like, you guys have to get this money back. But they, but they, I mean, what, uh, what's his fucking name? Metal Blade guy, Brian Slagle. Yeah. Brian, yeah. I want to call him Scott for a second. Jesus, <laughs> Uh b- 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 Brian was like, "Fuck it, this is like an g- investment, you know? Let's put it in, well, and it's honestly, a band." Honestly, it like
2: Slagle, Slagle was always really like supportive of the band, even before like they got fucking huge. You know, like mm. early on, like he he knew right away that they were going to be something big. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, like, cause I, I remember they were telling me, um, they were on, they were on their way to some festival and their van broke down mm-hmm. and like they were, they were fucked, you know? And they're like, Slagle, like we need help, man. You know, we, we gotta do this. And he, he fucking sent them money. And, and he was like, go kick ass at this show, man. You know,
1: that's awesome. Yeah. 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 So he was, cool. he was
2: always very much like behind the band. Um, and he was always very generous with, you know, anytime um, he would be at any shows that we were at, because he would pop up like all over the place, you know, uh, he would take us out to dinner, you know, and yeah, yeah. let us fucking drink all we want and all that. And,
1: where does know? he live? What town does he live in?
2: I, I think, well, I'm, I'm not Or even did sure. he live I'm, in? I, I think he lives in California.
1: Okay. Yeah. Because I'd see him in LA a bunch. So I didn't know if he, but I would see him like random place. He's showed up to other shows before where he's like. He's just there in the backstage and I'm yeah. like,
2: like the, the first time I met him was in uh, fucking salt Lake city, Utah, I think.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. And yes. The
2: guys didn't tell me that he was coming out because they didn't want me to fucking like freak out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like w- once he got there, I was like, Oh fuck. That <laughs> 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 was like, yeah. I, I was like 18 years old when I did my first tour with them. So Damn. you know it was all very like, just, just surreal. Yeah,
0: know. I've never met him in person. Um I I know I would get the the starstruck kind of situation going like I got in trouble a little bit with uh Zenith Passage last year because
1: uh I didn't get in trouble, but they told me to take it down. Um cuz they were going they were you know getting signed to Metal Blade and Brian slagle was at the PsychoFest that uh me and Chris Beatty were at and I think that was the only member of uh scene passage and he was like chris was like fuck dude should i talk to him what should i do should I ta- you're already getting signed to his label like might as well talk to him dude i'll hold your beer or yeah, like yeah. and he like we're like go do it dude." he and, and bd's like fucking 22 he's a kid you know he's i mean as far as but he's levels above me musically ever but um he i was like go do it dude go talk to him and i took a picture of him just like he's sitting there talking to him just like well, f- mm-hmm. like talking to him like well yeah dude totally totally yeah yeah and i took a picture of it and i posted it on um on uh my story and then fucking mckinney just texts me right away he's like giving it away already i was like all right i'll take it down like and chris was like all right dude don't i don't know it might be weird if you do that (laughs) i was just Mm -hmm. hammered and i was like it's funny it's whatever dude you're not even i don't think he was even announced in zenith passage yet so i was like no one will get it it's just a joke and then like uh within five minutes uh mckinney was like dude uh, giving it away. Ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, all right, I'll take it down. Sorry. I'll take it down. <laughs> but, like, that was, like, uh, there's a story on my Instagram with, like, that's showing all PsychoFest highlights, and there's, like, a little like, like a two-second, a one-second clip of BD talking to Slagle going, like, uh, <laughs> freaked out. <laughs> and, like, I kind of, like, trying to hint at the future in there. But, yeah. And that was, uh, he just shows up. He's a big hockey fan. He was on the NHL network the other night. He was literally getting interviewed by the NHL, like, broadcasters because he goes to like all the he goes to so many games like and I'm I love that because I love NHL and uh yeah that's one thing about Slagle like he's all about fucking then it like fucking is everyone frozen or no? No, no. no maybe I'm just boring <laughs> <Good> um, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> but no that's a uh, Slagle also uh, I remember one one show that we missed uh, when we were on tour with Black Dolly he'd fucking crowd surfed like the, the show oh, that we missed like, he really like a, this guy does not dude dude i know <laughs> the dude's like and you know he fucking signed metallica like what the fuck like he signed slayer like Blair, you know Clark, yeah, Clark. metallica's
0: first uh kinds of bands, official dude? release song release was on a metal blade compilation and he's super
1: cool he's he's down to talk to you like i don't want to like i didn't want to punish him too much you know when i hung out with him the few times i've hung out with him but he he'll just talk to you he's a he's just a dude he's a fan like that gets to sign these cool bands and he he was kind yeah. of ahead of the game and he's fucking he's earned it, you know? That's fucking awesome. I love him. So anyways, oh, yeah. this is my face. Sick <laughs> <Thank> dude. <you. laughs> <laughs> I have to piss.
0: So um you said the first tour was or the first tour after that was your last one. So with all the uh experiences and all that shit you got from the Black Dahlia thing, now you're out of that. What what do you where are you at mentally? Where are you at artistically? What what what's your next move?
2: Uh so this was like 2006. Uh I was just kind of like jamming around. Um just just trying to like play something heavy, you know. And I, I ended up uh jamming with a couple of friends in a band called in Battle Array. It was like kind of I fucking hate to say it, but like Death Corey. Sorta, but like a little more on the death metal side because that's you know I just like that shit way more. But I, uh,
0: I just realized, dude, I fast forward a little bit because I did have a couple other questions. If we, let's go back yeah. again to Black Dahlia because Miasma, I want to know how much you were involved in the writing process of that album. Uh, whole thing, that- man. Whole thing. Yeah? okay well okay so no, there was there I'm was like, i this up dude we definitely no, 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 need to be no in problem. here for a little bit
2: uh so there was like i think there was uh a song and a half maybe two songs written prior to to my joining uh and like one of those songs was a vulgar picture okay. uh i i really I, I don't remember what the what the other one was but uh so that's like kind of like i started like reworking the the drums for that and uh that's like the first song that i actually like i don't know or no i'm sorry the first song that i actually like like wrote with them from start to finish was um the fuck was it called Mis- miscarriage i think yeah i think that's i think that was the one uh but yeah from from there um we wrote the songs in like uh we started writing after uh, I think it was after I, after we got home from the, the the first tour that I did with them that Cannibal Corpse tour, um because we were playing a Vulgar Picture and Miscarriage uh, on the second tour that I did with them with like Unearth and Terror and Remembering Never, which yeah. was actually I think that might have been when I the, the first time I met you Anthony, yeah because uh very early yeah i think i think you were there with Dan I was Dan and, Dan and Pat maybe
0: Totally dude Yeah and um no i was i was super stoked because at that time we had already you know been familiar with your work with Gut Rot and all that stuff and I was just so stoked to see somebody you know from the underground that we had to dig to get to you know it it, it wasn't something that would just fell on our lap you had to dig to get to get right you know yeah and and for somebody who i we knew from the start that anybody who deserved this gig it would be you like to see it be happening i was just I, i was enamored i was just so stoked that 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 was happening you know and and there's multiple uh versions of that that i've seen since then too i'm just saying like that's one of them where i'm like yo here's a dude who literally showed no pro tools no bullshit here's my skills at the you know the best uh i am at this point when i recorded this and i was like yeah dude this guy can do a bunch of stuff and to get the black dahlia gig is like all right of course <laughs> and then to see you out there live and hear you on my asthma and i was just like to watch it happen watch it unfold was just super cool to me you know oh yeah man
2: thank you yeah yeah so uh with the the, the writing of those songs um we continued after we got home from that tour we were home for a little bit then we uh we left for europe in december we were out there for like three weeks i think it was um uh, and then once we got home from that we didn't do anything until i think it was like february or march we, it was just like a short five day thing with suffocation in behemoth and Thanks. then like after we got home from that, we we did like the like the finishing touches on the writing process, and then left for the the recording process out in, uh, to Richmond, Virginia.
0: Um, what was the who made the choice to make it like uh, a picture of Vegas, the Vegas Strip, on the cover? Did we talk about that with Trevor when he was on?
1: I don't think so.
2: Probably it was it was definitely Trevor. He, yeah, he, like yeah, all the all the like the artistic. You know, visual stuff that was definitely like all Trevor. Yeah. I mean, he would like, he, you know, he would like fucking like come up with the shit, and then you know, he would like, what do you guys think of this? And you know, usually all the time everybody was fucking like on board because he was just that good. You know, <laughs> it's
0: <laughs> all it's still to this day a standout cover. Like, I it catches my eye really quick. Like if I'm scrolling or whatever, and. For whatever reason that cover art passes just i know it's that even if i just keep scrolling i was like that was my asthma there some you know it's yeah
2: he was he was very adamant about it being like not like a a typical metal album cover you know what i mean like he, he wanted it to be something that somebody would look at and be like you know like you know i wonder what this is you know
1: yeah yeah Mm-hmm. i
2: mean aside from the logo maybe you know what i mean you, you couldn't really tell like what you were getting yourself into
1: right definitely so, i mean the, that's what's cool thing i mean about black dahlia was the, the, basically it basically looked like it might be a metalcore bit like a it, it might be a bunch of things you know but then listening to it and like hearing the drums hearing everything it's like this is like a like a death metal mixed with at the gates mixed with all these well yeah i was gonna say if
0: if 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 you were to walk up to a person that listens to metal that doesn't know about black dahlia and you hand them nocturnal they're gonna think it's a black metal band you hand them uh miasma you don't know what the fuck yeah you don't know what the (laughs) fuck that is (laughs) and it's like
1: it's another trojan horse kind of band because it's a you know it's like it's in that wave of hardcore metalcore and stuff like that but the thing is that then um you know trevor brian everyone kind of looked the part at the time but then it was way more aggressive than any of that shit so it was like yeah. people that were into that stuff would be like okay well they have our look so we'll give them a chance mm-hmm. and then and then fucking be like blown away and be like and that might have pushed that probably pushed so many people from like going mm-hmm. from that genre to like more aggressive stuff it's mm-hmm. the slipknot. Of other of like the 31 year olds, you know, like the 20, 28 to 31 year old people were like, shit, this is our slipknot. You know, this is like we were into like, um, like, you know, like poison the well and as whatever, as blood runs black. And then we hear Black Dahlia murder and we're like, oh shit, okay, it's like, that's like your corn, Limp biscuit, then fucking slipknot. You know, it's like, all right, this is now the Trojan horse that brings over and kind of like a faster drum actual death metal influence all the influences that trevor has too is so vast you know it's not like he doesn't he's not just ripping off hate breed or something he's like he's got gut rot influences you know like he's all over the place with that so that was really cool so um you you definitely you were in abigail williams for a while right you you did that afterwards
2: yeah uh so i that that started out as like i was just i sessioned with them ken okay ken hit me up It was, like, uh, maybe, like, just under a year. Um, Yeah, about just under a year after the whole uh, Black Dahlia thing and asked me if I was interested in flying out and recording the drums for their their first full length. And uh, I was like, okay, cool. You know, I went and checked it out, and I, I definitely fucking was into what was going on and uh that was the first time i ever sessioned so you know that was like another thing where i was like cool somebody thinks i'm like good enough to like want to fucking fly me out and you know have me play yeah, on, yeah. on their music like yeah awesome man so i i flew out there uh i was there for like a month practice with them uh we did a couple of shows and then we ended up recording um I don't remember like exactly what happened because I recorded like a full, I don't, I don't remember how many songs it was like maybe like 12, 11, okay. 12 mm-hmm. and only like six of them, five of them, sorry. Only five of them got used. Uh, I think there was like some kind of a miscommunication between Ken and, and the label at the time uh, about like the deadline for the album. So like, Ken yeah. was still he was still working on it. Uh, and some of it wasn't even tracked yet. Uh, some of the instruments when they asked for it. So uh, the songs that got put on it were basically like the easiest ones to complete in the time Mm. that they they wanted it. Cause I think what it was is they were trying to get it out in time for us. Uh, We were doing a tour. The the first tour the band did was in the UK, like in uh, October of 2006. Okay. So, and, and we were recording, I recorded in July. So they had to like get all the rest of the shit done, you know, I think it was, like, in, like, a month or two or something like that to have it done and then sent to them, you know, and then for the duplication process and all that shit.
1: You know what's funny to me is, uh, thinking about it right now, it's, you know, Black Dahlia was kind of had that look that was kind of, like, accessible at the time and then kind of lead led you kind of to death metal. Same thing with Abigail Williams. They kind of had that look in the beginning, but they were black metal. Like, they were, like, they had the whole... The aesthetic of like kind of a more popular look but then they would like play kind of like a more like blackened style of, of black metal I was like what the fuck cause I, I can I, we toured with them back in like I think Bjorn from uh vehemence yep. was in the band yep. yeah yeah and uh that, dude. yeah and Sam that's where Samus met decrepit birth and that's where they hit it off was like Samus was was uh playing in that band and they were just treating it like shit and uh he was dude, very I think happy I was, on it. Uh, That
2: might even have been the first time that I met you, Joel. And I know for sure oh, that makes I, met sense. You, I met you, Casey.
1: Hell yeah, dude. Okay. You, yeah, yeah.
2: You guys you guys played at the fucking that skate
4: land. <laughs> oh oh yeah. my god. Yeah. I sure remember that place. We were yeah. so yeah.
1: hungover. Oh my god. Yes. I, I remember that. That's like one of the more legendary hungover shows I remember like playing. It's like we had to pick up band members from different parties they went to, like yeah. the day before. And I remember like Trevor's there and and you were there and I was like, Fuck, dude, we're like destroyed at a skate park or uh, in a roller skating rink, right? Yep. yep, yeah, yeah. And it was like a bunch of people is faceless, Abigail Williams, Veil vale of Maya, yeah, that's decrepit.
0: That's so it's it was. more frequent than you would think it would be as a roller skating rink turned into a death metal show.
1: You know? I know. I remember actually getting into the actually you know, cynics coming to Santa Cruz in, in a few days, but I remember me and Michael Keane. Getting in the, an argument about Cynic at that time because I was like, I was like one of these, like, no, dude, it's all about focus, guys. You know, I was one of those mm-hmm. like arms up. Like, I wasn't, I had not fully like try to listen to the newer stuff. And then later that became my favorite album for like five years straight. <laughs> but, um, I remember also <laughs> like getting in like an argument about it. But, <laughs> like, yeah. but yeah, seeing Matt was like, I remember Matt Sotello was like seven sheets. He was like, I don't even know if I can play. He's like barfing outside and shit. And I'm like, dude, fucking black Dahlia's is here and shit like we gotta do good like this is this is not like a, f- a fuck around show and he's like i don't know if i can play it, dude i don't know if i can do it and i was like we we gotta do it. He like he was dying i could hear him like i still remember that show like clearly like just the noises he was making in between s- songs he was like, Ugh. <laughs> like, it's like he was like fighting vomiting the whole time but um yeah that was Fuck, that's Michigan, huh? I yeah. forgot that was Michigan. <laughs> yeah,
2: that, that's like that's like a suburb of of Detroit. That was in uh, Westland.
4: Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's outside of Detroit or whatever, like a suburb. So,
1: one thing about Detroit too, that because a lot of people have Detroit kind of typecasted as like a crazy place, but there's like a bunch of suburbs there, and you know we've would stay at John's house when we're touring, stay, at, and, and it's like there's a lot of nice places like right around. They're just chill around Detroit. Yeah. So it's like, you're in Detroit kind of, but can you explain like just Detroit to people? Cause a lot of people think it's like a boarded up kind of like, I mean, crazy it's place. Like eight mile, just, eight mile. Like, you know, people <laughs> like the think of the like Eminem. Like
2: the actual city of Detroit is kind of like that in certain areas. Okay. Like they've, they've done a lot of work over the years and there's mm-hmm. like a lot of new developments and shit. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's definitely not like as bad as it used to be. I mean, yeah, yeah. Me personally, I've never really had any like uh, like bad experiences going down uh, to to any areas of Detroit, like, like um, Harpo's. Yeah, Harpo's. I was just about to bring that up. The first time yeah, yeah. I ever went there, I was I think I was like 14 years old. I was like in mm-hmm. the seventh grade, and I went with my buddy to go see uh, ICP and Guar. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And like right. I had to, I had to lie to my mom and like tell her that my you know my friend's dad was he was taking us which he did but like he dropped us off
1: <laughs> yeah he's you like know. later gets <laughs> well <laughs> he, he lived
2: in st clair shores which was like a, a kind of like a, a more ritzy area and it's okay like really not far away from Harpo's,
3: mm-hmm. which
0: is
2: you know it's like one of those things where some of the areas are nice and then other areas aren't yeah um
0: i forgot your adolescence was right at the time that icp was like flourishing and, oh, dude, right, been... and you were right there yeah <laughs> oh it's right I they were detroit loved... too i forgot
2: <laughs> i i loved them yeah. for about a year and then i was like all right this is
0: <laughs> that sounds about right it was, it was like I mean, hilarious as
2: shit dude like i still laugh at that you know some of their stuff but like to the
1: interview what's the, what's the bald guy's name what's his name the shaggy uh, too dope oh, yeah, so he was on he was on tom segura's podcast the other day oh like a uh, last year and I, I watched it the other day it was, like fucking when well, i'm getting older it's the other day now but like i uh i fucking watched it and he was fucking hilarious i was like like fucking tom segura and christina p were like trying they were like could not fucking even speak how funny he was yeah was i was funny, like
0: dude. they even showed him videos of a dude who had Juggalo, oh, yeah, tattoos tattooed on his face, and he was just like, who the, like, the fuck is that guy? Fuck the that guy, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> that was killing my, me.
2: My cousin Mike used to date uh, Shaggy, one of Shaggy 2 Dope's baby's mama, like not too long ago, like just at, uh, Trip. past past few years, because, Jesus, uh, sometime within the past decade. I don't know
1: that area around Harpo. So, for someone to drop you off there is pretty gnarly because I remember like it was kind of a a shock for me cuz there was a the guy that was loading us in was armed. Yeah. And he told me that when we walked in he's like oh yeah like a month or two ago some guy shot another guy in the head and they stole his gear. Mm. And I was like I was like oh sick dude um you, about right. you, yeah, yeah yeah and there's these well, people I, at the very I
2: I didn't know shit about like the the yeah. place itself the first time I went over there.
1: that over that that bridge right there that little overpass that's like where shit's kind of gnarly right It was yeah. right over there yeah 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 that's like one of the gnarlier parts of Detroit that, that,
2: that fucking that whole general area that that overpass definitely like don't fucking ever go there for I, no I walked
1: I walked all drunk over there because I wanted to see what it was all about because I was hammered and I was like I want to see what this is all about like all like and then my friend and everyone from Detroit was like don't do it and I was like I'm just gonna do it real quick and I walked down the block and fucking people were just coming out like on the the doors like what the fuck and i acted i started hitting myself and then i turned around because i was like i know that like gangster dudes don't like like people like that are like have mental illness they are like like fuck that shit i don't want that shit and i started like hitting myself and they just yeah yeah (laughs) i put the crazy white boy and they just fucking didn't touch me but then i came back and there's a guy smoking crack and like like in the back like when we're loading out the guy just like was like laughing i'm like dude i was like trying to talk him like into a better life (laughs) I was like, dude, you gotta stop that stuff, man. You gotta. There's better things out there. He's like, nah, I don't think so. (laughs) It's like smoking crack And I was like, I just wanted to know, like the, because that that liquor store right across the street, and there was there was a like uh, some sort of a fast food place right next to it, and they had there's a White Castle, White Castle, there's a White Castle. Yep. And I remember like it was like triple pane bulletproof glass that they gave you your food in. They like Lazy Susan. Yep. and I remember like standing in the in line at the uh at the at the liquor store, and just dudes were just just cutting in front of me like constantly. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, "Oh, white what was like cut in front of me. I'm like, "It's whatever you whatever you need, brother. It's all good. Yeah. I don't want to fuck with this." Like they were just I'm like they green. looked at me and they like, "Nope, you just cut in front of you." And I was mm-hmm. like, "It's all good, man. I'm not. I'm not definitely not starting shit in this neighborhood. This is like yeah. one of the you know scarier neighborhoods I've been in as far definitely. as like fuck this guy." So,
2: yeah, like it, it's weird, man. Like there there's just there's pockets of the city that are just like completely fucked and then others they're like oh this is actually really nice you know
1: it's kind of like san francisco it's like Mm -hmm. there's like the sketchy blocks and there's like one block over the ritz carlton and then you walk another block and the guy's doing gnarly drugs you've never seen someone do intravenously and then like yeah it's just that's crazy man you can't
0: have you can't have a place like that and not have something like that if there's gonna be a hodgepodge of everything dude and it's just gonna eventually it's just crazy how
1: close it gets to each other from like Like, a beautiful like an expensive block and then like where you get the drugs (laughs) especially because it's a peninsula so it's like it can only go
4: up it can't really go out you know but like a lot happens in the city and like it's like yeah, you're like knob Hill, then you're in the tenderloin, like you know, a few blocks or whatever. You know, you're in the tender. I, I remember I lived. They called it like the Tender knob The tender tender Nob. Yeah. But <laughs> basically, uh, yeah, nobody was like like I lived there for like a year downtown, and it was insane. Like I saw so many things that I'll never forget. It's funny
1: how like I remember you took us to the we odious practice for a little while on the tanner line, remember? Yeah. Oh yeah, right by the Warfield over there by the market. It was like that
4: I that,
0: think that, I literally was, was there to witness the time that Joel said, You know what? Fuck San Francisco. Uh, and it yeah, was yeah. going to an odious jam, and it, i think it was a, a man shitting on the sidewalk. Or it
1: wasn't that. No, we we came out of practice once, and there was a guy like there was a couch that just got thrown on the side, and someone was climbing into it like a like uh, like well, like on meth uh, or something. And yeah. I was like, "All right, well, that's pretty funny. Like, I can allow that. I'll I'll, I'll allow it." <laughs> and then we were walking to the car, going like whoever drove us there going like i hope your car's okay yeah. <laughs> like because i feel like it's it was like a, it was like two blocks over and this one lady still sticks with my mind is she was laying in a doorway of a business like a bank like chase bank or something yeah. and she was rubbing her toes in between the like to itch on the like handle where you going yes. to go into the Remember bank. Remember this now, and dude. she's going, like, ah, ah, oh, and I was like, and I was like, oh, dude, I don't know why that got me, but for whatever dude, reason, just that, like seeing her yeah, aggressive toes
0: go to that chase bank, just end up with athlete's foot and rain. Yeah, the next place, morning, there's like, oh, I want to
1: do my deposits early.
0: Pink eye, <laughs> like, they got like fucking <laughs> athlete's ear, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, Harpos so is definitely, I mean, Detroit's definitely a different animal, though, I would say. That's it's similar, but yeah,
4: it's it's more like intense. I mean, parts yeah. of East Bay that are pretty, you can be especially back like in the day more, but like Oakland and stuff. What would you rather have? Oakland, yeah,
0: cauliflower ear or athlete's ear, dude? So your athlete's ear is where your <laughs> ears ca- is cauliflower, cauliflower for sure, dude. Cause I know what it is. Got you know, the ca- Cause the cauliflower is just like solid and it looks it could weird, be random fungus.
1: Athlete's ear could be random fungus from cauliflower
0: ear hurt though. If it doesn't hurt, I'll take the cauliflower ear because itchy ears I have
2: all no day. feeling left, man. It's so like fucking blown out and just distorted. I feel like, you know? I feel like
4: Murray would know. Oh, when it's all poofed out, like uh, from fighting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like but, it's like a it's like tough. It gets like hard yeah.
0: like calcified shit in your ears to where it's callous like, Ear, You have to get like it surgically removed. But if it doesn't hurt, I'll take that over itchy ears all day from or, you know what I'm saying? This is my favorite one right here. Cauliflower <laughs> pussy, dude. Oh, shit. No yeah. oh, way, dude. My man. Is this Chris Mahar. Yeah, if dude. Oh, meant, oh what's meant, up, Chris? Jesus Christ. Christ. Sorry, you're dude. going I love down on her chicken? You're going down on her chicken? Yeah, labia? dude, he's
1: he's
3: he's
2: the best. Her,
0: yeah, labias, yeah. her labias had cauliflower ear. like She had like calcium, <laughs> calcium depo- deposits in her pussy lips, dude.
4: <laughs> Jeepers.
0: And she's like, <laughs> she's one of those chicks that like picks things up with their pussy and shit. And she's like, that just <laughs> happens when you when you do it. Anthony's you know just been so.
1: quiet, like kind of like, yeah, dude, fucking the town's crazy. To like, dude, you ever have a girl that like has a cauliflower vagina and fucking her pussy and just, uh, picks things
0: put, up with like, a hand? Somebody's comment about cauliflower <laughs> pussy and it starts an idea in my head. I'm not going to stop. Okay,
1: <laughs> I'm not. There's no beat behind it. I'm like, all right, dude you're fucking what you're gonna we're gonna wrap on is cauliflower you pussy you <laughs> gotta right?
0: go spread it and you have two cauliflower handles <laughs> that you can just grab <laughs> the t- spread
4: it <laughs> all, right. all right it's a like, you know, horrid yeah, get so it back on track i'm i'm totally so, off
0: track i don't know how to just I'm, take off i'm gonna grab it and i'm gonna try and pull back onto the tree there you go so so basically, we're <laughs> we're back in Detroit, and uh, and you were you're doing in the in a row? I missed like... the professor, dude. He needs to come back from tour. So so where were we in the
1: timeline? Let's let's bring it back. Some line.
2: Uh, Abigail Williams, I believe. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right,
1: Abigail Williams. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So you did. I, uh, what did you do with them? You did you did how many re- did you record with them?
2: Yeah, I, I recorded the the Legend EP, which was you know it was re- originally going to be a full length, and then uh-huh. uh, I did some touring with them. Uh, in October, we went to the UK. We were supposed to be there for like fucking six or seven weeks, which is like, you know, insane for the UK. The UK? Can, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you can fucking drive from the top of the bottom of that motherfucker in like 12 hours or something like that. Something, yeah, you know, yeah. So, but yeah, uh, it got cut short, though, because like, I I don't know what happened, but like something was going on with my uh, was my was my left wrist. It started going numb and shit. Yeah, oh, with shit. suicide silence. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. So yeah, um, I think it was we did the first two weeks were with Suicide Silence, and then we had a week off. And then the the rest of it was supposed to be with Bring Me the Horizon and like another okay. band. I can't remember. So we did like two or three shows, and then like two of the shows, my my left hand just started going like completely numb while we were playing. Jesus. Yeah, like it felt like um you know, you ever, like, hit something, like, real solid with a baseball bat and it just yeah, you know, yeah. like, reverberates in your hand? That's, like, kind of how it felt. It was, like, okay. really hard to, to hold the stick. I was, like, having to fucking, like, play weird and shit. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, I was, like, I, I need to, like, go home and, like, try to fucking, like, get checked out or, you know, something. I didn't have insurance or anything at the time, but, you know.
1: It was like was Ken, like you fucking pussy. This is black metal, motherfucker. We're here to fucking. Do black
2: uh, was, I mean, he was kind of mad, but at the same time, it's like, dude, what are you gonna do? Like, you know. Yeah, yeah. You
1: can't you know? feel your fucking. Ri- yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. What did so, it end up being
1: after you got, you got checked out?
2: Uh you know, like the I they they couldn't really tell me. Because nerve like nothing, issue or something. Yeah, like nothing really fucking like happened after that. It was weird. Like I think maybe what happened is I kind of fucking slept on it weird during that that we had, because we were like all fucking stuffed in a like a bedroom of this uh the dude that was driving us around for that tour like we Mm. stayed with him for a week and like all fucking six of us were in this little tiny bedroom in this dude's flat
3: Mm.
1: jesus
2: yeah so i think that might have been what happened because like i i had like a few times after that where it felt weird but it never went like completely numb like it did then
1: yeah yeah that's scary, especially when you're playing like fast drums and stuff, and yeah. you can't feel like you can't feel what you're hitting. Yeah, like I,
2: like I said, I was like having the whole stick different and shit, and like, have, like trying to have to fucking like blast and you know compensate yeah. and shit. It was that sucked. Crazy.
1: <laughs> God. So, uh, so you, you did did uh, how many tours with them?
2: Uh, I think I did like two. Okay. Because uh, I I did that. I did the UK tour with them. Well, most of it anyway and then uh a few months later it was like four months later i want to say they ended up touring with dark funeral and enslaved and oh, that's the right dude, the dude that they had sessioning at the time uh he just he wasn't really working out um i had a buddy fucking take me down to cleveland to go fucking hang out and shit and mm-hmm. like ken was like dude you know What's what's the possibility of like getting you to like come and you know hop on yeah. and fucking like help us out? And I was like, ah, uh, yeah, I can do that. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. So oh, yeah. like,
2: um, coincidentally enough, the the Cleveland, the city that we were, you know, that the show was in, that's that's where the the, the drummer was from. So you know, they gave him the news after the set that night, and uh, I met up with him in Illinois the next night, and. I hadn't played drums that, like, entire time, pretty much. I I wasn't in a band at that time, like, at all.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah.
2: Or, no, I'm sorry. I I'm, I take that back. I, I was jamming with Gut Rod at the time, but, like, uh, that was one of the fucking, you know, million times that we got back together and broke up and got back together and broke up. Mm-hmm but at that point like I, I wasn't really fucking like i wasn't really well practiced and i definitely hadn't played any of those songs in you know like fucking four months so.
0: i think after after how many breakups and remakes do you just call them hiatuses you know that's really well, what it is it never is really a when you're younger breakup. you're not really you're not really that like adept
1: to like being like marketing smart you're just like the hiatus thing is like a cute way to say it's like a hiatus it's fine like nothing's wrong here it's all good
0: let it sit yeah we're gonna let it
1: yeah but like when you do the pissed off breakup and then have to get back together and people are like what so what's going on you guys all good
4: (laughs)
3: what's
1: going
2: on like i I guess i guess i should rephrase that then because we were never um we were never like you know not cool with each other after Mm -hmm. after the fact like at any, yeah. so it is a
0: hiatus situation,
2: yeah. It was yeah. just kind of like, yeah, you know, at some point, if we can all do it again, fuck yeah, you know, if not, well, hey,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. So, so not, yeah. you're still fucking around with those guys and not touring, and so where do you go I from met, there? I met up
2: with Abigail Williams in Illinois the, the next night, and I finished out the rest of the that tour with them. Was Bjorn
1: in the band? Bjorn and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh, Bjorn, okay. Bjorn,
2: yeah, Bjorn was always in the band. Okay. Um, like as far as my history goes with them, like I, I stayed okay. at his house a lot when I when I when I stayed out there and shit.
1: He did. He he brought back vehemence, right? Didn't he do like a vehemence album or something?
2: I do believe he did. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now he was a he was and a the, cool dude. The
2: little bit that I checked out was fucking really fucking good. Totally. I, I always really enjoyed that band. You know, to be perfect, Yeah, me honest. too. So I, I had funny. no idea he
1: was I had no idea he was in vehemence before we toured me and Casey toured with Abigail Williams. I had no idea that he was in I like had albums and stuff and I was like, What the f-? he's all yeah, I wrote a wrote a lot of it. And I was like, what yeah, the
0: it's fuck? it's it's kind mean? of synchronistic that we're talking about behemoths right now because Dan and I, that was our conversation this week. He texted me, he was like, Hey dude, listen to behemoths thinking about you. And I was like, Hey dude, listening to Gut Rot thinking about you, having Zach on this week. That was our Back and forth, right? Nice. Whoa, that's
1: a trip. Yeah, and
0: yeah. then here we are right now. Yeah, hell yeah. That's a trip. And man. I also said that, um, and for anybody who's listening, if you don't know who Vehemence is, obviously check it out. God Was yeah. Created was their first Metal Blade record. But I also, that was my follow up to Dan, was the album before that. Uh, I forget the name of it, but it's their independent release. Mm-hmm. um joel might be able to pull it up for me pretty quick it,
2: i fucking i have i have a copy of it actually
0: boom pull it up or it literally is a, it's an album that i think that definitely should not be slept on it's uh it's it's called eyes. the thoughts
2: from which i hide no like, okay okay is, I, don't, I don't know if you can see it yep
0: yeah. there it is oh dude. damn that damn. album right there that that album was before they got signed to Metal Blade and. Um, here's some Cali Death lore right now is um, Johnny, the guitar player of Deprecated, who is on Deriding His Creation, is the guitar player on that album and God Was Created. And on that album that Zach just put up to the screen, there's maybe four or five totally deprecated Pyrexia prototype riffs sections that you're just like yes this is more deprecated for me you know yeah i
1: just found this out
0: (laughs) it's listen to it it's it's a fucking killer record it's pre it's pre like like i said pre metal blade vehemence. i love that first metal blade record but that first one before really hits the spot with me still to this day and God was good you
1: know what cracks me up about about bjorn is like becoming friends with him on tour and stuff and hanging out with him i was like dude like what part of europe are you from he's like dude, i'm from arizona <laughs> like, or something i think he was from like arizona or something like that like i thought he was like from um some crazy part of europe like to have that kind of influence and stuff or but he was just in arizona bro just hanging out mm-hmm. you know
0: yeah i think uh zach took a piss so all good i was gonna add a little bit more to vehemence which was yeah, anytime they played and I, I i'm forgetting the vocalist's name right now but anytime they played at the pound dude we were super excited and mainly it was like their front man was really a front man dude and he could fucking growl dude he like in a live setting was just so powerful dude and, yeah. and i forget his name i wish i had it like on the nate t- nate gearhart there. there you go dude yeah that guy another slept on vocalist that i think more people should be talking about
2: yeah he was he was very sick man mm-hmm. uh, uh, him and um andy the drummer and like I, I I think there might have been another another one of the vehemence dudes. I'm not sure though. They had another band shortly after that it was like a death metal band. They were pretty brutal too, man. They were called like He, he Who Binds Himself. I want I think. Okay. They were, yeah. Check them out. Like they they were fucking real sick. But uh I have like a a cool little story about uh, jamming like a couple of vehemence songs with Bjorn oh, and yeah. me.
0: Let's hear it, dude.
2: So when I when I was out there to record with Abigail Williams, uh, we ended up playing this this house party just you know just because um and uh i think like after we got done playing like you know there wasn't anybody playing so we're like "Fuck, man, what, what can we do I was like you know we can do a couple of vehement songs you know we, i think we played like the first two songs from helping the world to see
3: Sick, dude.
2: yeah uh nate he was at the party and shit, so he came up and it was uh bjorn and ken they were they were playing the guitars and shit so it was That's like rad, dude. yeah it was like you know halfway legit <laughs>
0: yeah dude that yeah. was actually a cool record too i i i enjoyed that one but i did
2: i love that one like that the the production was like really weird to me at first but like i actually like grew to love it i fucking That's... i really 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 love the way the drums sound on it that like the, uh, that artwork is sick thunderous dude
0: the artwork is sick as shit the cover. yeah hell yeah and uh that's the one that starts like in the hospital somebody dies yep. right in the beginning Yep. <laughs> by your bedside yeah we played yeah, by that your bedside. One i'm looking it up, up right now yeah yeah dude that that's a that's a band i had tons of fun watching multiple times at the pound and yeah those albums are great and yeah if you like melodic you like melodic death metal that's definitely a band you should listen to if you haven't already yeah, hell yeah! Yeah, they had that that that
1: European swag to them. That's why I was like Arizona. What was the fuck? It's mm-hmm. like it's just they had that fucking. But that first one, you're gonna like feel the you're gonna
0: feel way more like West Coast vibes on that first. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: The first one that wasn't on Metal Blade, you're saying?
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. The, yeah. the one that Zach I haven't I had a, a physical copy, which I have a physical copy too oh yeah super stuff oh
2: yeah actually i fucking i picked that up at a, a actually
0: got a it from murray
2: nice nice yeah i i found it at a distro randomly and uh i think it was like corpus christi when we were touring with king diamond it was like this oh, dude shoot. that had like fucking four or five tables just filled with all kinds of sick shit i i, I grabbed that and like uh ghoul maniacs because i oh, was like Pretty much like anything that was out on Razorback. If I seen it, like I was like, Hell yeah, I'm gonna fucking grab this up. because They always put out sick shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah, wasn't that sick when yeah, bands were like more rare and you could like find like mm. a and like no one else could listen to this but me because I have it. Like you know, yeah. it's like now it's I like I just type it in feeling. and I'm like, uh we'll listen to it now. I'll listen I it right now. Listen I to Razorback.
0: Feeling, and I still yeah. love the feeling of being the guy who's like, check out what I found and nobody else found it yet, you know? Yeah, but, yeah. Like check no, out. No, you were you
1: were fucking ahead of your time with a lot of shit. You you showed me a lot of shit that fucking like you showed me oh, Igor and I was it's like, It's all about digging, e- e- dude." E- you showed me Igor in like 2000, like 12 or something or 11. Early. You're all like, yeah. "Check this out," and I was Before like, "What the fuck is this?" Shit.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, I was like, "What the fuck is I, this?" I think we've talked. I'm sure we have talked about it on the show, but the reason why was just an accident because I was a Venetian Snares fan. Nice. Venetian okay, snares okay. and Apex Twin and going down yeah. those rabbit holes, and then you come across uh that nostril uh album cover, and you're like, What the fuck yeah, is yeah. this? This deformed yeah. fucking monstrosity <laughs> totally. In, that totally catches your eye, and you listen to it and you read into it, and you're like, Wait, this is like well, if a stratosphere were to just dig into electronic music you know yeah yeah and this is it's just it's like a stratosphere do it through a different filter different lens you know different
1: it's a new style of music you know it's like oh shit they made a new style like but they mixed two styles and made a new style you know
0: i don't i I mean that i know i i'm gonna sound all pretentious when i say that but i don't think it's a new style i just think it's igor's a new style (laughs) I don't it think it was before new. Igor. I don't think Igor is new. <laughs> it was before I Igor. I mean, I the,
2: the, the fucking... The, the bungle already
0: or, happened 30 the, years the ago. The
2: component know? definitely isn't fucking break new. Break core.
0: That's new. Oh, There's like, a lot of new... Yeah.
2: But the way that he mixes, like, the fucking, like, the classical shit and, like... I mean, totally. it,
0: I, it, it, it it new as fuck. No doubt. I'm just saying, it is bungle through a different filter. Through absolutely. I was
2: just gonna say, like you could fucking definitely tell that fucking that dude was like a big Mr. Bungle fan. Just like yeah, yeah. shit, and just being like really sporadic and crazy, and just you
3: know. I think right. the
1: ideas, the ideas of mixing genres and stuff was 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 done before but the genres that he chose to mix with igor haven't been done before but i think the exactly. idea that i think what anthony is saying like yeah yeah was yeah. casey what's up you just keep going backwards and be like oh
4: yeah frank Sapa, and then keep going backwards i know <laughs> That's thought, like dude it's like cartoon, dude. Used, Fuck you, dude. cartoon you guys i don't <laughs> know to, their names i so. know and that's the <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. like the the
0: Jersey pretentious episode, aspect probably. of what i'm trying to say is, is yeah. like me saying you can't really make a new style because it's already been done it's all been done well but I think it's also yeah. like
4: taking yeah, like, but I think it's like things can be relevant to the time though. And, and be like in a certain yeah. way that like, that's always going to be relevant like in a way like, so it's like, you know, you could be like, I'm the, the Frank Zappa of that time or like it was very seventies, whatever, 60s, 70s kind of style or like Mr. Bungle's like nineties or whatever. Like there's like different eras.
0: <clears throat> I don't know.
3: Like, earth, I think earth, that- earth, you know,
0: I think if you look at it like Legos, dude, because the pieces are all, there's an infinite amount of pieces available to us, but the yeah. pieces already exist. So we're taking these pieces and we're putting them together and all we're sculpting something that we think is very unique but yeah. in reality, the pieces already existed. Because you could say yeah. Bungle's like Bungle's
1: this, it's like this style band of their time. You know, you yeah. can keep going backwards until it's like, like what Casey's saying, like until like, dude, the guy that fucking recorded the first violin is kind of like Bungle like 150 years removed. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. He can like keep going back to like the influences of what but like when they take, because Bungle took two, inf- two or three, four influences and made it their own. And I feel like Igor did that with them and like made it their exciting. own. How I know. Exciting. It's like a, when you what hear a new mean? style of music, your brain's just like, I'm, at first, my brain just wants to be like, I don't get it. Like, I, I want to boomer it and just be like, I, this isn't my, uh, this isn't from, this isn't fucking
0: CCR, yeah. brother. I don't know what's going on. You know I what want, I mean? But like, yeah. I want to yeah. be exposed to some new Lego pieces that I haven't seen, you know? My, some fucking my collection Legos of Lego. LEGO it's pretty fucking big, dude. And I wanted somebody to be like, well, check this out and i'm like oh shit dude something that i have that's sick dude if you're into to. legos
1: and you have a bunch of kids and shit and you're like dude legos dude. <laughs> like, legos are just fucking them a bunch dope.
4: Of
0: like you don't you know that's what, around, legos.
1: that's what i'm saying like you get to be like take it out on your kids and be like dude you should get these Legos are sick. Take a though. couple of and
0: be like, "Let's make them fucking city right now, dude." That's what my <laughs> yeah. dad
1: told me he used to do back in the day, is Like, I used to just get high as shit and like build Lego castles with
4: you. <laughs> <laughs> of,
0: How I've rad seen, is that, dude? I've of, yeah, I, I don't.
4: I've heard of people doing that that are adults. I've, I've heard some. I
1: can't remember. Who yeah, because it, it kind of like you get stoned, you kind of get like childlike again you're like fuck yeah you get like interested and like fuck yeah like let's fucking do that you know nah, like, my
0: thing is just making up games my, my my games are like let's set up a toy across the room and let's roll some shit at it and the first person to knock it down wins you know <laughs> so, you made,
1: so you're basically the bowling of the new yeah game.
0: i guess that is bowling but it's like i don't know I I I like to just like show the kids that they could just make some shit up, dude. Grab this and that, put that there, try and hit it with the other thing. As far you know, it's constantly just like setting something up, up,
1: like in a different manner, but like trying to hit it. (laughs) You're all making up games. It's like just get this finger and just throw a rock at. it.
0: Be a caveman (laughs) and throw shit at things.
1: That's fun. I mean, that's redeeming as fuck when you when you hit something like when you like or simply.
0: doing like air like a fucking paper plane race oh dude paper planes
1: as a
4: kid
0: it's so crazy to watch young kids be like wait this is how you do it i'm doing it myself yeah yeah watching the the end result happen and be like i made that and it's just—it's like what we were paper, talking about earlier with
1: music and stuff. Like when your mom played you a certain song, like you you watch your kids making a plane. You're like, "Oh, dude, that used to be the shit!" Like, and watching them get all excited about it, and like yeah. watch them, fuck yeah, that's sick. I like that. Anyways, uh, <laughs> anyways, fucking, get me out of this. So, uh, <laughs> all right. So, no. So after, so Abigail, you did. You were in another band, right? You were in uh, is that, is that shit life after after that, or.
3: Yeah,
2: uh that was that was like a few years after. I had a couple of bands in between that didn't really uh like they were just with friends and shit and like you know we we tried to get it together but it just, you know, ultimately and and didn't work out. But uh one of those bands that ended up like becoming shit life. Mm-hmm. Uh it was a black metal band. uh me and Chris, the, the guitar player, singer from shit life. He was playing bass at the time and like originally like i don't know man like uh, a long time ago back in the, the black dahlia days i i had this idea uh because i always wanted to play fucking grindcore you know what i mean like mm-hmm. that's it that was always like the initial like, influence yeah, because of fucking yeah. pig destroyer you know yeah and yeah. there was never there was never anybody around that like was up to snuff with like writing that kind of shit let you know let alone being able to play it so i was like i had this idea like you know maybe i can learn how to play guitar and fucking like shit maybe i can. Oh okay, I thought maybe I could do this band by myself, you know, so I, uh, I tried to learn how to play guitar and it didn't, you know, didn't work out. Like I said earlier, I'm dyslexic as fuck, dude. It's hard for me to learn shit, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, so yeah, that was, that was like an idea that I had. And then I, years later, you know, I started jamming in this black metal band and, um, Chris. You know he, he was like yeah let's let's fucking let's play grind dude so he started playing guitar out of necessity of doing this grindcore project and you know that was shit life and this is like 2009 so uh hmm. yeah uh started doing that in fucking august of 2009 and that was like my my main thing um uh, up until uh earlier this year I, I had to quit earlier this year
1: yeah just, That's a, such a good name for a band, though. <laughs> I
2: don't know. for me, it just it like it screamed grindcore, man. It was just like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know? I, I just wanted it to be the fucking fastest, like, heaviest, most intense, like, shit. You know?
1: Yeah, I remember you sending it to me I on. A uh, I forget what platform, but you said you were like shit life, and I was like, because we had a local band in Santa Cruz that like had they had the name, but the band wasn't that good, but it was called Crap. <laughs> and like, and like they had bumper stickers that said that you listen to crap. And I was like, dude, you guys are killing it with the marketing. That's fucking great. Like, I just like they make a bunch of crap jokes. And I was like, I and remember you were like, I'm playing in shit life now. And I'm like, that's, and I was like, I think you you hit me up in a time where I was like actually kind of really depressed. And I'm like, I fucking love it, dude. This
3: is <laughs> fucking, you know, like it like
1: hit home for me. I, I loved that whole thing. And uh, so, I mean, so like how many albums did you put out what did what did you do with them as far as a tour is you tour or anything
2: well we never we never really toured like just uh hmm. last year we actually fucking like got out of the state and played like consecutive shows elsewhere you know we like, okay. and shit um you, you know we were never really in a position to do the touring thing unfortunately but hmm. uh you know we started we started trying to branch out last year and shit and uh once I did uh, Maryland Death Fest with Shock Narcotic last year, when I got home, I just I wasn't fucking playing right, and I still like haven't been able to play right since. Like I just feel not comfortable when I sit down. I don't, you know, just nothing lines up right. It's, it's hard to explain. Is it
1: yeah. kind of like a motor skills thing that you're kind of like tripping I on? Was, like a
2: it's it's definitely like a, a, a attributed to this fucking neurological disorder that I have called polio. Oh, yeah yeah
1: yeah Mm -hmm. so like and you knowing like you know how in between like what what they're supposed to sound like and stuff and your brain's like yeah i have the right idea but your arms maybe aren't doing it correctly or something yeah yeah yeah.
2: like my my brain's telling my body what to do but my body is just somewhere along the lines the 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 translation's getting lost and you know the the signals are scrambled that's what it used like when it first started it used to just be like my left leg and ankle but uh, over the years, like sporadically, I would just have periods of time where like I couldn't fucking play blast beats. And that's like the main component of it. You know, I just I, I couldn't I couldn't get my hands to line up with my feet. You know, mm-hmm. and, and like I couldn't split foot. I couldn't hyper blast. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't do anything. And this would just like happen. And it would happen for sometimes it'd be a couple days, sometimes it'd be a couple weeks, sometimes it'd be a couple months.
1: But would you would you have days like in between that that like all, all of a sudden like it would line up and then another wake up the next day and it wouldn't line up? Like as far as uh, the glass beats really, and stuff?
2: Not really. Because like okay. my, my my situation with practicing has always been like I've had to go somewhere else to play my actual drum set.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh where I live right now, I do have an electric kit, like I have a basement. But uh I I uh I wasn't uh I wasn't like really trying to practice as much cause when this shit started happening, it was like discouraging as fuck, you know? So I yeah, just yeah. didn't, didn't want to play. And like the, the, the less I played, like the less it was happening. So like the better I felt, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but, Definitely.
2: uh, yeah. So just like since, since last year, the shit hasn't been right. And that's, that's why I had to give shit life up because I was holding things up. We were in the middle of writing a new album and just, you know, I'm just, shit just wasn't working out and i felt bad because like i knew you know chris was it was kind of fucking starting to bother him and shit you know which is understandable because it's been a work in progress for like fucking two years now maybe even three i don't know you know yeah but but yeah Yeah. uh not not to stray like too far away from i mean have you i mean
1: not not to stray but like have you gone gotten that like uh any diagnosis or something or Oh as... yeah. In,
2: in, uh, in 2016, I, I, I was officially diagnosed with focal dystonia. It oh, started happening in, in
4: 2014. Isn't that what of... Christian has?
2: Yes. Yeah. And it's, and a spreading. Yeah. Hand,
1: you know, oh, okay. Okay.
0: That's actually, that's actually yeah. what I've been thinking about this whole time. Zach talking it. about yeah. that. I was like, that's what, sounds like similar shit to what Christian was it's talking the about. Thing, so, yeah. It's the but had, the wow. right the gloves and stuff that. Yeah. yeah right. So for you, though, it
1: was more affecting because the left from the right, like having to do a rhythm. I mean, same with him then, right? Because that was But what do the gloves do then? I forget.
2: Well, it's basically like a form of of like like sensory deprivation in that area. So like um, so the the brain has to like start. It's not exactly like the same feeling as it was like without the glove. So it's able to operate a little smoother or at least like in a way that he can work around it.
0: Mm hmm trip dude yeah it's, it's
2: it's a really it's a really like weird disorder uh but you know it's not really so, that
0: uncommon for me why don't reasons. you like invent some kind of like power glove shit we were talking about power gloves do you can get like <laughs> a left-handed power glove that you get that
3: yeah
2: yeah i i don't know man like i, I don't even know what my particular but, issue is It right goes now. all so, the way like, up
0: past you know, the elbow for some reason just fucking everything well, below i that. feel like there's i and feel like, biomechanical.
1: like like you have the like the dystonia. Whatever, I can't. I want to repeat it. But uh, I feel like it might be. They might be. It's like a. It's a different genre of it, maybe, because it's like a drummer version of it, or it's like a. It's the same disorder, but it's like because the instrument's different that it affects you completely differently. You know. Then I was yeah. doing. Fretting. The power
0: glove thing is a joke, dude. Come on.
1: <laughs> no, I know. No, I'm, I was. I'm actually you tripping all on. Uh, I'm actually
0: super. I mean, interested to to know about it because it's. No, you know, I know it is fascinating, dude. That. And and actually unfortunate for somebody like you or Christian to have an ailment like yeah. that pop to like up. know
1: your instrument so well and like be confused by it. Like what the fuck is going on? You know, like yeah to go from the like DVDs I know what a blasphemy is. Starts,
2: how it starts is just like out of fucking nowhere. Like I remember, so, what, I remember was
1: the first, yeah, first time you realized what happened, what were we doing?
2: I remember it clear as day, dude. I was doing a show with Gut Rot. Uh we mm-hmm. were playing with our buddies Battlecross. It was like uh oh yeah uh, it, it might have been like one of their album it might have been an album release show uh shannon lucas was playing for him at the time okay well i was Fuck like you. you know fucking geek to play in front of him and shit i've known shannon for a long time man i, I met him like yeah uh, i love shannon same here he's such a good yeah dude. i'm a fucking amazing drummer but yeah um
1: and straight edge till, till
3: death
2: oh so, <laughs> we're, so we're, we're playing and then just like my fucking doubles aren't coming out and, like, that was that was mainly what it was at the time. It was just, you know, like, it was just... Were you thinking, like, equi-
1: was your brain going to, like, equipment failure at the time to, like, kind of...
2: Originally, yeah. Like, yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, fuck, you know, my, my trigger settings are fucked up or whatever, even though I haven't adjusted them in, fucking, like, two years or whatever, you know? Something, so, yeah, like, happened. Started, yeah. like, messed with that. I was, like, messing with my seat height, fucking everything. So, totally. I think, you know, that contributed to a lot of the earlier, like, confusion that I had. But, uh, after a while, I started noticing that my my left leg was just kind of doing whatever it wanted to do uh, when I was attempting to do certain parts, which was mm. when I was trying to do double strokes and when I was trying to do hyperblasts. But the weird thing is, is I never had a problem doing split foots like at that time.
1: Mm.
2: So somebody explain Thanks. that, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, totally. <laughs> it's, 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 it's the same motion. But,
1: and you've done it for years and years and years and all of a sudden you can't do it yeah yeah yeah
2: so once once i started like you know realizing that there was something else it wasn't me just sucking because that's you know that's what i thought it was for a long time uh dan uh dan osborne he was actually the the first person that that he he gave me the he gave me a name for like what was going on he was like you know what man that sounds exactly like uh I i had the same thing going on it's called focal dystonia Holy and shit. I, 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 you know, I started looking it up, and I was like, "Holy shit, man!" Everything that I read was like spot on with Dead exactly on. how it felt, and mm-hmm. so like right away, I, I like after that, I knew what was going on.
3: Jeez, no so way have,
0: of, no way of pulling out of it that, or getting over. Well, there's well, yeah, the
1: physical. Is there any physical therapy kind of stuff for that, or is there?
3: Is, I
2: mean, there's so far, there's not anything that's like tried and true. Mm-hmm there's all kinds of weird shit. I mean, uh, when I had gone, I had, so I had to go to a doctor to get a referral to a neurologist and then my neurologist sent me to a movement specialist,
1: mm-hmm.
2: my movement specialist, uh, you know, he, he suggested like Botox injections, Interesting. I guess in, in some cases that works. Like if you, you know, inject the, uh, the affected area, it's again, it's like a, a, another form of like sensory deprivation. It forms the brain to kind of form new mm-hmm. neural pathways to, to operate, but it's not always successful.
3: Right. Um, yeah. this,
2: the dude told me um, he was working with a, a girl that was playing cello and she had it like, you know, here. It's, it's real common for cello players and violin players to get it, you know, here was always. Mm-hmm. So she got it and then she ended up not being able to play at all um just just for like um the month and a half or two months or however long it lasts for you have to get them like every so often but for that time period after she got it like she couldn't play at all
1: do you think the cause maybe is like a lack of blood flow or something because like a cello player i could see them doing this and like holding a cello forever it's like it's, just like just two, it's like taking a shit circulation of that area, though, too. It's like taking a dump for two hours a day. Like, you know, your legs go numb and you're like you're depriving your legs of fucking of blood, though. You know, you're you're depriving like when you stand up, you're like uh, what the you're like a, a deer, like a, a baby deer. When you stand up, And if you deprive right. uh, like a certain part of your body, blood, maybe. I don't know. That's just I'm just trying to make fucking a prognosis up. That doesn't make any sense. But no, it it's yeah. So cello players get it from doing this, though, you're saying. Like that's Yeah,
2: like... the emboucher, M- M- I believe it's called.
1: And they botox it to kind of like maybe get more room for the blood to flow or something. That's the only way well, I, I think. think it's,
2: it's it's more of just a way for uh, it's like a masking, like a way to mask the oh. the, fucking, like, the, the the muscle area. Because gotcha. like like basically, what's happening with focal dystonia is the 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 messages that are being to the particular area that's affected aren't making it there. Hmm. So like you're there's like involuntary contractions and shit that are trying to like compensate for you know like what your what your brain's telling it to do but it's not able to do
0: right it's yeah. fucking stupid it's like a fucking satellite dish that has a fucked up signal you know yeah, yeah. and and and, and, and like
2: over the years it's just become like a fucking like a short circuit for me like there would be times where I'd be practicing and like I'd be playing fine for a song and then like the next song it was just like I'm learning how to fucking play drums all over again. Jesus. You know? Damn man.
1: Yeah, it's like a coordination coordination goes out all of a sudden you're like and you have it down. You've had it down your, you know for ten years, twenty fifteen yeah. years, and all of a sudden you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, that must be
0: confusing as fuck.
2: It is. <laughs> yeah, not only oh, that,
0: just not even about drums, just in life, imagining telling your foot to do something and it doesn't do it that's a weird weird eerie eerie unique situation i don't think i've ever felt
1: well that's why i brought up taking a dump was like sometimes like if i sit too long and my legs are numb and i like i i know now because i've done it before i'm like oh whatever they're not they're a little tingly but it's fine and i'll step and my knee will like buckle inside because it doesn't know to like (laughs) All right, so like to give, but I know, but seriously, though, I know I'm like, you know out. how to
0: walk, you can get yourself out of the bathroom, you still have the brain. Well, I have to stand there,
1: me. I have to stand there and like, go
4: fucking...
0: walk, dude. I think uh, uh, it's, it's about time to play, wrap like... it
4: up, guys. Um, oh. you know, um, uh, I'm just joking,
0: I'm just kidding, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. You guys don't take, yeah, shits. I gotta, but, you, uh, no, you would be able uh, to walk, Casey,
1: Casey, I love you. I've hey, had Kay- legs I'm falling asleep. asleep. Casey's Casey's, Casey's ha- had yeah, a shit life we're talking last about night. Legs <laughs> falling asleep. Casey's whole <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: life. Every, yeah, Everybody serving time. Casey...
1: A sentence, dude. No, a he point. had to stay up two a.m. and then go to work all day today. And he's like trying to do the pod, and I'm like, dude, get the fuck off if you can't make <laughs> no, it. That's yeah. like brutal, dude. I know exactly. Fecal dystonia. I'll talk to you guys. Later. <laughs>
3: <Fecal dystonia>. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Mahara.
1: I love you, buddy. All right, I'll change this to that this yeah that okay but yeah yeah it's, it's like one of those like you it's you stand up and you're like i know my muscles can work right now but then i've like almost fucking hyperextended my knee i know the dump thing is funny or whatever but like i'm, I'm like i've like i stood up like yeah i can walk like i know they're a little numb i can walk in my knee just won't like all of a sudden like it won't give any strength to it and i've almost like fucked up my leg like just walking out of a bathroom. I mean, but your body, but you're like, so, you know, your body is
0: so like saying, "I want to take a right step," and then your leg doesn't. Lift. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, I know. It's one of those like, uh, have you seen those magician people that like will they'll put a fake hand next to a real hand, and they'll like have it, they'll have their hand behind a a, a wall, and your brain well... Will... the brain, they'll like, they'll like do a thing where they'll like, they'll pinch your hand at the same time as they fake th- they pinch the fake hand, and you can, and they're like, sensation. they feel it and yeah. then that and also they'll stab it and people will like, ah! and like freak out they <laughs> like think they're hand stabbed you know it's like yeah. a, they obviously know it's a fake hand but yeah it's like your brain that's just going I'm like saying. not making the connections of like what's why is this what's going on like i i know what i want to do but the arm isn't doing it or the you know whatever's not doing that's a trip
2: yeah man. yeah that's, it's that's it's, it's weird man because like when i first started reading about it too it's not just like like music shit like there's there's been cases reported of people that fucking like can't walk forwards but can walk backwards
1: oh i've seen that shit yeah it's it's like
2: like weird shit like that man you know and of course i fucking get it you know
1: oh exactly (laughs) yeah i remember the video of the person that could like when they walk forwards they like have a freak out but then they can only walk backwards and they're just chill yeah Yeah, i've seen that before Yeah, yeah it's it's like a it's just a misrouting of information it's like to yep. do the thing you've always known to do, it routes it like every, it just ru- it's like shoots it, and like something fucks up the the initial like thought or the the transmission, and it just shoots it other places and stuff. Yeah, but like if you do the,
2: yep.
0: yeah, certain, yeah, yeah, certain points on the grid that are like obscured, and then the path to the thing gets lost.
1: I know, like figuring out brains, like. Jesus Christ, it's so crazy. Like what oh, brains yeah, like was, one little thing could go like weird. It's so
0: crazy. It's like uh, we we look at computers and shit and how the hard drives all nice and secure and protected and shit. Our brains are attached to little tiny fibers yeah. inside of uh, like floating inside of this other thing that if you, the vehicle is dumb enough will rock that thing off of other hard things all day you know fibers are lost and things get mushed around and shit and i wonder if like if you
1: never head banged that if you would not have uh-huh. you know what i mean yeah, like things like...
0: alone dude like, we yeah, yeah. all damaged ourselves just by but it, it's a involuntary thing when it comes to death metal. It's blood, it's worth dude. the risk at <laughs> like the time. Is. You're like you're the, you can't
1: like. There's like videos online of like people going like, "All right, try not to headbang to this," and they're like, mm. <laughs> like, like, they like "It's like it's, it's like so a song funny, that they dude. love." They're just like sitting there going like,
3: <laughs> like "Trying mean? not to." Like... <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, i know it's fucking hilarious i mean it is it's 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 a, it's a yeah involuntary it's a, something that we need yeah it's it yeah the brain is fucked it's, it's also like um it's like it, the the computers are very mapped out so we're gonna like okay this is happening okay so it's probably this part of the motherboard and they can like find out and just go like all right this chip is fucked up let's just put a new chip in here and then you're all good But with the brain it's like this fucking mush of just like things we don't understand (laughs) and -hmm. it's insane like it's you can't just replace a chip in there and just be like yeah i can see what's going on so it's the motor skills let's go and yeah it's i mean for me when you so i have really bad tinnitus i've brought up a thousand times on here but i'm like deaf in my right ear Mm -hmm. and i have really bad tinnitus and the only way i can describe it is my eardrums asleep it feels like it's asleep it feels like a like like it has a With pins needles and needles in yeah inside my head is oh what it God. feels like yeah that yeah so awful. oh it's I mean it's it's terrible but uh I mean but the thing is the cool thing about the brain is that like the first six months was like a fucking nightmare it was I couldn't sleep I couldn't you know it's like I was reading articles like oh people commit suicide at like a seventy percent higher ratio when they have when they have the because like it's just a ringing in your ear that's like screaming at you constantly it's doing it right now that I'm thinking about it but I usually don't yeah. think about it and it's not there. You know, it's like your brain about three or four months in will just kind of like block. It's like yeah, it's like yeah, you hear it all the time. Like it's it's all it's like if you do any drug or you, you do any it out kind if, of like
0: if you orgasm a bunch, then you'd start to figure you forget about it. So you just started jerking off a bunch, right?
1: No, no, it's it's like no, that'd be. I mean, the similar thing would be like if you're
0: jerking off all the time,
1: it's like coming's just like I don't know, like drinking water. It's not like <laughs> coming anymore. It's like a thing you're doing all the time. It's like. It's Drinking anything water
0: can be orgasmic after it
1: can if you're like super dehydrated. You really, no.
0: really want it, yeah. But uh, it's it's to me,
1: it's uh, yeah. It's just your brain catches on. Your brain catches on and goes like, "All right, well, this thing's all crazy. Let's just not focus on it anymore." Like you got it all the time. Let's go ahead and move the attention yeah, it's somewhere like else.
0: People with floaters in their eyes, your your eyes like relearn how to see. Yeah, yeah. Without it. It, or like, like it's
1: weird even talking about it like even talking about the the tinnitus thing right now it's ringing so loud right now because you i have not so i have not focused it. on it yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and i can't hear it out of this i don't know why i put a headphone here this is like the same <laughs> this is the same <laughs> like it doesn't matter it just looks i guess cooler to not be like fucking like this or something but um but yeah now your brain just acclimates you know and and figures it out and just goes like all right well that's not something we need to worry about anymore because you know you're used to it and It'd be like, it's like breathing, like, and even like I had like strep throat a month or two ago, just involuntary swallowing spit. Like, I didn't even think, I didn't even think I, I was not even paying attention to that. But when I had like, I had like pins and needles in my throat and every time I swallowed, I'd punch my desk as hard as it was like the most painful thing. And I would just punch some punch myself, punch my desk, something. Cause it was like, I had to spit cause I didn't want right. to swallow sweat, swallow sweat, dude swallow spit,
0: swallow, <laughs> swallow surge <laughs> yeah.
1: but no like just to like like swallow in a conversation like yeah totally do like well, like that like i got that down to a science of how much i do that like how much we all do it and we don't even think about it you know like it's it's what, the brain just...
0: Swallowing is a bad thing
1: no no i'm swallowing saying that like if you have thing? a fucking if you have like pins and needles or like a fucking like a uh, razors in your throat yeah. Then you're gonna pay attention to how much you do it that you don't even think about it because your brains are already doing it for you. Yeah. It's like breathing involuntary. Anyways, I uh, I go on these rants tonight. Yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah. It's all. But, good. But you man. know, I'm just it's keeping the fun. words flowing, dude. No, it's all good. <laughs> word word flows. Where where where's that? Um, <laughs> you're like I can't get the words out. Shark, nah. <laughs> Shock Narcotic is a really fucking good project, dude. And it's yeah, like let's talk about that. Basically yeah. a super group, dude like
2: uh yeah uh, of sorts yeah <laughs>
0: rattle off all the people involved what's that I said tell us all the or rattle off tell us all the people who are involved see okay uh, so um, the the, the
2: singer is sean knight he he sings for a band called child bite mm-hmm, uh, okay they're weird but like in the fucking best possible way yeah like the weirdest fuck but like in the best possible way I love anybody who' likes fuck. weird music should check them out I'm down um the guitar player Jeff Tuttle he used to play guitar for Dillinger Escape Plan uh, a while oh, ago fuck yeah. on
0: uh Operation Paralysis what was that I album? you know
2: honestly like I I'm I'm not familiar with his era uh like I it, from what I understand they didn't really let him um be involved with the the writing process really
0: mm-hmm. but I, okay. I I mean I just was looking online he was involved in that album or that okay. era at least
2: right on yeah like yeah. I, I'll, I'll be totally honest dude like i i lost interest in them when uh i think it was miss machine came out like really? um, I, I love everything up up to up to that
3: okay you know
1: it's funny with me with them because my brother showed me them he showed me those two in uh, 1999 or 2000 he showed me calculating infinity and Chaos Fear. he was like check it. i was listening to fear factory at the time i was listening to slayer fear factory he's all dude this is the new shit and at the time i was like this is insane. And then I got into it, you know, like it took me a while to get into it. And then I was like, you know what? I don't like any of that new Dillinger stuff. And then at 38, I was like, <laughs> maybe 37. I got it. I like literally like after they had retired and shit, I'm like, Oh, I really like this stuff. I, used I, to I can't, hate. I
0: can't this any <laughs> Dillinger release. I can't, but I will always say that calculating infinity and, um, that was such under a the running board album. and yeah, the yeah. self-titled. Yeah, yeah. All, the first three releases, which is that the two EPs and calculating. Just
1: calculating it's, to come out when it did. I mean, obviously, no one gave. I mean, no one was like fucking exploding over it. But that kind of music came out at the time
0: for me, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's very, was like, very unique. That? When I came across it, I, I, yeah, I really yeah. have to thank Relapse for the millionth bajillionth time on this. Uh, podcasts for putting out those compilations oh
2: yeah the contaminated Uh, yeah the contaminated
0: uh, compilations were very very crucial component oh yeah all All
1: those compilations exposing you
0: and, and they were always like we'll give you two songs per band so it'd be like these Thirty yeah. to forty song compilations, where it was like, "Oh, you like that first agoraphobic nosebleed song? Well, we're gonna hit you with another one a little bit later on in the compilation that's even better than that one." You know? Yeah, and, yeah. Oh, you you know, two cephalic songs and two pig destroyer songs, like double disc compilations that would you would find for five six bucks at Amoeba in and just take a sh- you could
1: take a shot at it rather than like buying the whole album, you know. You could like take just take a shot at the 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 fucking compilation and see what you like rather than like I like the artwork on this and just like fail at home like ah like <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> had so much promise in the artwork, but like with those kind of things were gold when we were kids because oh, you could yeah. listen to ten bands, you know.
0: Totally, dude. And then you do you just start digging. That's what it is. Yeah, it's yeah. All these new holes to start digging in dude and you uncover these treasures i miss
1: i know we keep like every episode i think we bring that up
0: <laughs> i most, know like, we're such old how much we now, miss dude. just like
1: you know you remember that zach going to the record store and just being like oh, oh yeah. dude yeah, it's like that okay. yeah
0: we were driving around up in uh you know rocklin area and shit and bryce is like i found a record store for you and there it was right there and I forgot what was it called was there.
1: it uh no i know i know i used to go there all the time i know exactly what you're talking about it's like so, they they have street lights it's basically they're like, basically still, they have the...
0: so she she was like i found one for you and it's it not Spencer's, but, but it's so now I'm, I'm literally so stoked for the first time in a very Lock long time i have right. to, to, <laughs> to go to a record store for the first time in a very very God long damn time. it i used to go to them all the time
1: i know exactly uh, there's like five of them but I, there's probably like one or two of them now. And by the way now that we have kind of like some uh, Anthony to Joel time, um, I was talking to, even though I don't give a fuck, probably not supposed to talk about it, but Shara's, uh, she's looking at SAC. Mm-hmm. She, she wants to, move, her and Jared want to move to SAC. And uh, I was That'd like, so awesome. and I was, they were like, I was telling them like, cause I know her profession she got into. And I know that like, you know, Jared's doing his like work from home stuff. So I was like, well, for, for their deal, I was like rocking a Roseville is like the spot. Mm-hmm. Um, we mm-hmm. need to and I know Anthony's moving there and stuff, and he's trying to Joe Rogan us and make everyone move to Austin, Texas, <laughs> like a <laughs> Rockland. Um, but uh, no, no, but the same th- I've I've had that thought for a long time. That's like and the fact that you got your dad did that first and moved to Rockland, I was like fucking good choice, brother. That's a that's he's a great made, choice. He's
0: actually the Joe Rogan of the situation. I, mean, I was if, if I had money,
1: I would have been that. <laughs> I'm just
0: saying. Yeah, no, like, if I had
1: money to like buy a house, like it's insane, dude. Like California I mean, how like, are do you do you own a house or are you renting, Zach, or like like buying? Uh,
2: I I live I live in a townhouse in a cooperative, so like I bought okay. into this place. It's like a, okay. it's a fucking really low level of of ownership. <laughs> I don't yeah, really yeah, own yeah, it, yeah. But, like I kind of that's do. higher
1: than me. I've only rented yeah. my whole life, so like, <laughs> yeah yeah. yeah. But I yeah because I, I know I also Go work ahead.
2: here too. Like where I live, I, I, oh cool. I've been working here for like fucking fifteen years
1: nice yeah so they, do they put so on top of cost of living are you getting any kind of wage on top of it or is it just kind of like you're working for your your place to live
2: oh no i i uh i fucking i definitely i pay like the so where i live is based on your income and i pay like the most you can pay like to live here i don't get okay. any kind of, i don't get any kind of like discounts or fucking benefits or anything because i'm an employee uh because yeah. i i'm a I, I because i fucking like bought into my uh my unit like outright i didn't get it as like a maintenance unit
1: okay okay that's cool i mean in san i mean we're california like for where me and anthony are right now it's in. it's like a. if you want to read the comedy papers just go to zillow and type in our fucking area codes it's like oh you want to like a 600 a 600 square foot place it's like dude it's it it can be yours with a six point five interest rate at eight hundred fifty thousand dollars, it could be yours. Like if you want to pay like seven thousand dollars a month, dude, you can totally... It can definitely be. But there's like a up north in Sacramento, it's like it's like half probably around half for what you get. And like it's yeah, it sucks because it's
0: getting a little you know, bit I, higher than half, but it's still.
1: uh So I mean, I look at it every day with Rockland and stuff, and it's 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 a little bit higher. I mean, yeah, a little bit, but like Jesus, around here it's like, but that. I have that cal- that it's mortgage so calculator there. It's fresh. Everything's still being built. Yeah, man. yeah. It's yeah. worth like here it's like, oh, you want to buy a piece of shit for fucking it's it was built in 1962, dude. Not that old. <laughs> it's like it's like it's only $800,000, but it's like 700 square feet with one parking space. dude. <laughs> We're going to hook you yeah. up with that. It's like it gets like to the point where and with like I have this interest calculator. I've been tripping on it like the last week, so that's why I'm bringing it up. It's like it literally goes like, oh, you're paying like nine hundred thousand dollars in interest and in like <laughs> in the six
0: bedrooms uh, ten by eleven. It's like, yeah. dude, it's like it's
1: not doable. It's like, I mean, unless you can get some sort of a deal like in this like Pacifica San Francisco, Santa Cruz, Santa Cruz is like the highest right Where I'm living right now in Aptos, it's like it's like the cheapest house is like one point five billion, I think. like it's ridiculous. It's like that's like, that's like a nine thousand dollar a month rent like if you want to i mean uh, for your mortgage it's it's just getting to the point where it's like all right dude we'll we gotta we gotta leave now (laughs) like you got us you got us we gotta leave now (laughs) like i mean anthony had a spot anthony bought a spot in pacifica like during the downturn (laughs) yeah yeah like during the best time to buy it and it's like 10 times more now or something ridiculous right
0: yeah, but it's actually I, re, what I've been looking at is in that area things have been coming up actually kind of lower than it was when I sold back. Well, it's because it, the it's because the the
1: interest, interest rates are up so high. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't I got, know that. Like,
0: I got out at the right time.
1: I, I didn't know that. Like that little calculator I had started so to take it on a fucking mortgage rant, but like at like two percent. It was like you pay fucking five hundred or four hundred thousand dollars total in interest, but then you go to six percent. It's like, dude, you pay like a million three hundred thousand in interest, and I was like, what the fuck? I didn't know like such a small percentage. Like you're paying like, like it's literally every percent's like doubling almost. I'm like, okay, I didn't know it was like that. So the math behind it, I'm just like, all right, well, I get why everyone bailed because you you can't live here, (laughs) yeah, unless like you own a fucking corporation anyways
0: if i was California ever is a beautiful uh, place <laughs> last thing i'm gonna say on this if i was ever gonna have space for the amount of humans that i've made i needed to get the fuck out of there when i could yeah, yeah. And, I, and i did I remember me and you were talking about you're like what should i do and i was like dude fucking leave like, you gotta leave dude what the fuck like <laughs> I, you, love our, some... I love our. i love our this is our thing dude is like we were talking about nostalgia earlier is is it is that's like the main thing that keeps us from leaving that's yeah. in his hometown exactly. that his yeah, kid, yeah. that's kind of what was like in the question that i asked in the beginning because mm-hmm. i'm uprooting from it and i'm starting you know i'm having this slow transition working here still going up there i, I i've had this like long-term transition stage where now i'm like okay with it because am starting to see the differences of what it was versus what it is now
1: yeah it's been it's now rich people have it now you're like all right well
0: yeah things are different there's like
1: 50 to 80 percent of the people that you grew up with are gone Mm -hmm. like it's like oh like everyone's gone
0: anymore you know Yeah,
1: yeah i used to get on the phone with this guy back like in 10 years ago like we i'd call him like and he'd be at the grocery store and it'd be like a fucking like a signing not even a signing but just like everyone he ever knew in his life would be a Safeway. way like you'd be like oh what's up dude how's it going man oh hey what's up blah, blah. and now it's just probably like everyone just like oh fuck this i need to like actually get a house with more than like one bedroom <laughs> like, yeah it's, it sucks but anyways i'm uh ranting again
0: we are well going. that's what this show's about dude is yeah, ranting man. yeah yeah
1: <laughs> well dude fucking zach man yeah this it's is fun, fucking man. really cool to fuck i mean we're hitting the three hour mark but it's been fucking rad to have you on and um you've always been like when i well, I was talking about this pre-podcast when i first got to actually meet you i guess that was at the at the roller rink right and i
2: think in Michigan. Yeah, like, we, we, we might even have fucking met like in california like, okay prior
0: to uh like
2: did I you ever did play
0: that. the pound yeah a bunch yeah yeah, yeah, so yeah. any pound that's anytime we so. came through the pound we were kicking it for sure yeah yeah
3: yeah It's. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I,
2: fucking, I always made sure like dan kenny was on the guest list and shit and oh yeah, know, yeah. However, however many fucking pluses he needed man
1: yeah, yeah that's probably a plus <laughs> we were the pluses that was one of those pluses yeah
2: probably, <laughs> probably that's, pluses. that's 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 probably how we first and met. What's you up know? dude that's totally
1: that's how that how makes us, sense to me that about. that actually kind of sparks a memory the yeah,
0: the Or was you and that was where you and Dan clicked, right?
2: Yep. Yeah, but he he was doing merch for Severed Savior. That yep. was like his first. Oh, right.
0: Tour. Was, was it Cephalic too on
1: that? No. He's a flesh. He's a flesh.
2: Uh huh. They they weren't even on it either. No, Severed. He was, he was he was he was doing merch for oh. Severed Savior. Okay.
1: The bus
2: time. fire
1: one. The bus fire one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were. Oh Oh damn. Jesus. Yeah, man. No, I mean, you're you're like one of those faces that I just like see, and I get like, it's like you're like the 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 Sade song with my mom. Like you're 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 a nostalgic <laughs> face that makes me like because I look at myself now and versus when I was like playing like touring and doing stuff as like two different people a little bit, you know, like it's it's like disconnected. Sure. And uh, quick story, and I'll, I swear I'll stop talking. Um, y- uh, yesterday I was driving, and um i was i stopped in traffic and i'm driving this gray like same same car same year same model and i look behind in my rearview mirror and just a fucking the same car hits a fucking the median at 60 miles an hour and just goes bam and just like goes like and i'm like and i'm in traffic so i'm like what the fuck is i'm looking at it, it's the same car that i have and like the same year the same model and Whoa. i'm like i didn't tell you about this i know and i like uh I looked back in the rearview mirror and I was just all like, what the fuck's going on? Like I, I didn't understand what was happening. I was like, is that me or something? Like, what's going like I, I had no idea. But I, I realized what happened was some dude was probably on his phone, didn't realize traffic had stopped. He's going 60, and then decided to hit the median instead of me yesterday, and just fucking nailed it and bounced back and hit other cars and shit. And I was like, wh- I looked back and it looked like a YouTube video in my rearview mirror. I was yeah. like, it didn't look real. I was like And I just, I looked at it for a second. I was like, damn. So that's,
0: I was like, what the fuck was that? So it's the same color, same model, everything.
1: It was funny. My fiance was coming the opposite direction. Like she was just doing her work stuff. And I was like, told her what happened. I was like, it took me three minutes to process. Like what just happened? Like yeah, the person almost just like rear-ended me at 60 miles an hour. And they decided to take take the fucking high road. (laughs) Luckily, I I would not be here. You know, I was like yeah, fucking tripping, crazy. and she she took she took a picture of the the accident going the opposite direction, and because it just stopped everything forever, and uh, yeah, it was it was kind of like uh, I don't know how I was trying to link it before, but maybe I was just trying to sneak <laughs> this story in. <laughs> but that was uh, it was scary, man.
0: You're just making me think about the one time that I parked. Ne- I, I was parked at a place, and then an identical version of my car pulled up next to me. Dude, this is no your, your bullshit. brain's just all like, "What?" This is yeah. no bullshit. It pulled up next to me, the same exact color, same year, Explorer. It's, yeah, our license plates were one digit off. <laughs> what? Seven H L Y. Don't no no, no 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 don't yeah. All right, well, basically, all right, <laughs> no. mine was like it was all the same. The first letter, the first. You're social
1: security numbers one off. You're you all know, four you one three plate, two.
0: You look at a license plate. It's fucking. Not, I'm not gonna give away my current license plate, but <laughs> it was literally all the same. The oh first five, and then the last one. Mine was two. There was theirs was three.
1: Did you buy a car like next to another guy buying a car and you're getting the same car? So... I, no,
0: I m- we may have literally bought like the same car from the same dealership, went to the D- DMV at the same time and it got fucking registered one digit later. Jesus. Like, wow. That's crazy. Bro. Like we should start a business. <laughs> <laughs> we should start a family, brother. Like should... <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're, we're just All right, met. Zach. This Again, <laughs>
1: man yeah like meeting you for the first time i was like fucking starstruck and uh you've always been that face that i kind of like just like fuck yeah that's that's the dude that i, I was like because i have those dudes you know throughout my life when i was playing music that i was like fuck yeah that's that guy that guy is sick like and meeting you for the first time you were and you were super chill and we just fucking were friends right off the bat and uh, i'm super glad you came on the podcast man it's been fucking awesome
2: oh I'm- happy
0: to have uh, been able to have the opportunity to do it I, I appreciate it again you know oh yeah man and well uh, uh f- hope that uh that that shit works yeah. out with your limbs and shit dude
2: oh i was...
1: <laughs> okay i thought you were frozen too anthony i thought I was, <laughs> I just,
0: when things freeze i just like stop Can doing anything cause i don't know if it's me oh, or you oh, guys. Uh, so
1: Zach, you, you froze you're like he's all i hope that shit gets better you're like oh he just froze for a second and then i saw anthony freeze because i froze too because i was like was that me or is that yeah
0: that's what that's what you do when you freeze you're just like uh if it's mine i'm just gonna shut up because they might still be doing some shit that isn't going to translate to the people who watch it that's where this came
1: from
2: (laughs) (laughs) so i was saying i i just recently discovered that uh victor wooten had focal dystonia, has focal dystonia, and he mm. was dealing with it for like 15 or 20 years before he fucking knew what was going on. Um so yeah. he he started uh working with this doctor. Uh he read this book written by this doctor that had focal dystonia and like somehow kind of figured her way out of it. So she started helping like musicians and like anybody else that had it.
3: Sort of uh, therapy. I, I,
2: yeah. like some some uh like some mindfulness uh the thing i think the term is brain spotting okay yeah like a weird new new newish anyway kind of like technique but uh Mm -hmm. yeah I, i just bought the book and i i haven't like gotten all the way into it yet but if it helped him he said he he uh experiences like way less dystonic symptoms now like it still happens every once in a while but like it's not it's not like it was for him so if it helped him, I, I, you know, why can't it help me?
0: When I, w- when I was a kid, I wanted to wiggle my ears and they didn't wiggle when I wanted them to wiggle. Like for a I long time, dude. <laughs> I just was talking to my niece and nephew about this yesterday, but this is so funny because it's just making me think about it again. I wanted to wiggle my ears like alfalfa from the little rascals <laughs> and I couldn't do it. But I, I, in my head, was trying. There'd be times where I'd just be sitting there probably staring at the wall. My mom, like, what the fuck is my son doing right now? And I'm just trying to wiggle my ears. And at one point, finally, it it, it clicked. And I can wiggle my ears today. I can individually wiggle them, too. I can do the left. You can individually left. wiggle them? Yeah, I can wiggle one side. I can wiggle the other <laughs> And 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 I remember the moment that it clicked where it started to happen, and I'm like, there was some connection that had to have been made right Oh, Zex
1: is all like, dude, it's sick, dude. <laughs> My drums are fucked no. up. Are <laughs> your saying, ears? <laughs> well,
0: maybe if you try hard enough, you can make the connection. Either. Oh, yeah, so he's not trying hard enough is what you're saying. <laughs> maybe you're, you need to fucking man up that no, i'm just joking <laughs> i'm joking no you know Jesus. he's,
2: he's not right i i haven't i haven't really been playing at all uh since i had to fucking like quit shit life i've been like just jamming like a couple times a week um just to keep the, up on the, the the new shock shit because i do have to go record it you know at some point and the
0: fact that it's a mental thing in the beginning now that you're like you know that it's a thing that you have to deal with th- that like can you can probably make the connection? Where, I mean, not you only probably could, that, the, but it's also like, like, okay, this, get this arm's the... off,
1: this arm's like behind in time now, so I have to like send the signal earlier or something. Like, there's got to be some, I, I don't I don't know, I'm or gonna, yeah, it's,
0: okay. it's at least getting away from the discouragement of knowing that it's a thing there in the first place before you even start, you know? Yeah, that's Definitely. that's probably, I'm sure, Zach is feeling that, like, the um knowing uh, it going into it not wanting to sit down on the kit just based on the fact yeah, yeah. That that's that's a, a, a hurdle
2: yeah it's it's definitely like fucking made me develop like a negative attachment to like actually playing yeah
0: yeah
1: so
2: like it's like i was saying earlier it's like the less i play the less i fucking feel like shit because of shit. it so like the yeah. better i feel you know yeah uh, like I've stopped like practicing to like progress in any kind of fucking way. Like a long time ago, just I got to a point to where it was just like, okay, I guess this is just where I'm at, you know,
1: sustainability. Just like, yeah. this is where I'm going to be. Yeah. yeah. Rather than like, yeah. I'm not going to learn any new tricks. Like this is what I got. This is yeah, my, and
2: then, my, yeah. And then yeah. even after a fucking while, like that started to fucking like, kind of like degrade. So yeah, that's, you know, that's why I had to quit gut rot in the first place. That's why I had for the last time, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's definitely done now
0: unless yeah.
2: you know unless brian like gets a, a drummer to do it but he doesn't want to i told him like fucking i was like dude get matt Killner. he's he's the guy yeah if there was, if there was ever anybody to like do that band after me it, it would definitely be him
1: definitely yeah well god damn it i mean i wish i can fucking give advice or something but that sounds like a I, I, it's just a fucking que- i've never heard of it so it's something that's like you fuck it must be so discouraging like it's for me like trying to hear out in my right ear like i can't do it <laughs> you know like yeah, there's nothing i can do
2: it's kind of like that it's just like yeah you're you know up here like you're like yeah I'm, I'm, it, I'm telling myself what to do but down here it's just like i don't know what the fuck is going on <laughs> so
1: fucking annoying it must be so annoying jesus yeah. christ but that's, yeah. that's
2: why, that's why I'm taking a break. I'm just, you know, trying to fucking chill and then like, yeah, yeah. you know, like get my, get my fucking, my shit together and be inspired to actually sit down and have fun playing again. And, you know, like try to right. fucking keep keep doing stuff and shit. Cause
1: like, yeah.
2: When, you know, like when I, when I first found out that like, that's what it was, I was like, fuck, I'm gonna have to stop playing, you know, like, mm-hmm. And I, I did for a while. I took a break. Like I took like a fucking break for like four months and Ooh. like I started messing around with like doing break core and shit like that, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and that kind of like, like re sparked my desire to play drums again. Some like some way. I don't know. It was just like, I don't know. I, I can't really explain it.
1: Well, it probably. I mean, it would probably suck to do, but like, I mean, not suck, but like maybe just I don't know, I'm all giving you tips. I've never played drums in my life. I suck. But like playing something simple, just like play like a fucking offspring song and just like jam the fun, dumb stuff for a while
3: would, I be, just would think, probably yeah, be my first. Getting creative
0: part. at the base of it all. Like you you get to a point where you're creative again, then it's attached to you know what yeah. you've already done. So then you can fall back into those other things if you really just it's keeping those connections you know it's like yeah for sure building a music brain and not trying trying not to get alzheimer's you know right, right. And lose the connections yeah, yeah. like yeah, yeah
2: for, for now I'm, I'm gonna not really worry about trying to fucking play the fast crazy shit, you know what i mean yeah just, just have be...
1: fun just like have fun again played punk stuff or play something that like yeah play a corn yeah. song you know it's like, like play yeah, stuff you know. that's like easy <laughs> the, like, the
2: know, product stuff like it's not like super crazy anyway like it, okay so it's not super crazy for me to play it's not you know it doesn't like fuck me up like it does mm-hmm. to try and do gut rot or shit right yeah. you know so mm-hmm. so i mean if you know if that ends up fucking fucking up for me you know i guess i'll just like start playing something else
0: <laughs> maybe I maybe mean, if uh, you're you'll playing, playing the fun, fun stuff co-host yeah. of cali death
2: if i end up like and i'm sure i will at some point because like i can't not fucking do band stuff but i i really do want to like the next band that i do I, I want it to be like some really fucking like metallic thrash punk hardcore crossover shit dude mm-hmm. like like leeway meets fucking poison idea meets fucking stigmata like
3: you yeah
1: know, totally like, sick shit like that oh yeah definitely well again man i fucking yeah. I mean, uh, I don't want to say pray, but whatever. I'll I'll pray. I'm not a religious person, but I'm I fucking hope you fucking get back on there and fucking it comes back to life. And I know that with things like uh, Joel Haston, the guy that's he's a local booker. He had um with us uh the palsy, the Bell's palsy, where his all of a sudden his face just went numb and yeah, yeah, like one side of his face was numb, and but it slowly kind of came back. You know, it's like one of these like brain things that like. It slowly came back. He still has it a little bit, but like uh, there's like a recovery, you know, there's no like explanation. There's nothing, but there's like, sometimes people just, it just goes away one day, you yeah. know? And, um, you know, through like acupuncture, I don't, I don't even know if that works, but like through things like that, like um, he, he's starting to make strides and like getting this stuff together. And that's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm hoping for you, brother. Hell
2: yeah. appreciate it, man. Yeah. I've yeah. definitely like open a try a bunch of different shit, you know? Like, I, totally. I have tried a bunch of different shit. It's been what, 14 years, 14, 15 years, something like that. that yeah. it's, it's been an issue. So it's like, you know, definitely. Or no, well, man, I'm sorry. I'm I'm fucking I'm a, like dickered over here. It hasn't been that long. It's been like nine or 10 years or something like
1: that. <laughs> here, it's only been nine or 10. I'm, it's only been a I, decade. I'm,
2: yeah, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm mixing up my fucking my work. I've been like working for this place that long. And,
1: you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's still a long time, man. But yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, just have fun with it and see where it takes you. And hopefully, it, it takes you in the in the direction of of feeling back to yourself again. That'd be, I mean, if it doesn't, then whatever. Fucking oh, yeah, find something. Yeah, there's positives all everywhere. The yeah,
0: that you've done, and you'll still figure out something to get creative with, no matter what, dude. I yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, big time. Hell yeah, dude. All right, well, let's wrap this one up, boys um again thank let's you so ads. much zach thank you for dude, having let's do, me let's do them really fast dude Let's right, uh, right, uh battleforgecoffee.com the homies and deeds of flesh go buy their coffee support them support us at cali death uh shirts are available there and yes that is how you support us um financially at least tell your friends about us that's how you support us for free yeah, uh, Chicago, Chicago domination is coming up. Shit, we didn't say yeah. that on the top we we'll, we'll do also, shout out to Adam. We'll just, Adam we... hit me
1: up uh for Vader. He's he's restarting Vader cabs and stuff and we might have something down the pipe for, for Vader cabs, but that's like what decrepit used and yep, we yep. you know, everyone used Vader back in the day, so shout out Adam. Uh he's he. Texted me last night. And they're getting back together. So yeah, you, you sure.
0: might be hearing us talking about them later. I'm sorry, Miguel. uh will we'll do we'll do some extra social media plugs for them this week since we didn't do that at the top.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's yeah. on my birthday. I wish I could fucking go. I didn't even plan that correctly. I didn't plan my birthday correctly. But July, end of July. You did not plan your own birthday
0: correctly. Man, hey, you get older. Birthdays are kind of like fuck it. They that's are kind of life. fuck it. They kind All of right.
1: like that's yeah, a shit life.
0: Uh, professors, uh, flyer, throw that up one more time. Uh, he's, he was just in Tennessee, right? Cause he, we just yeah, saw him with Cheney and Naveen. He only so. has one more
1: show after, so he has Evansville tomorrow, which you'll, today is when you're going to be hearing this. And then, um, he is playing Oklahoma at
0: 89th street. Okay. So yeah, we'll most likely have professor back next week. That's cool. All right, dude. And, uh, Zach, again, you said, uh, what were the plugs you threw up in the top?
2: Oh, it was uh, the shit, li- shit shock, life shock, and... big cartel, uh like however that fucking address goes. I never really had one of those for any of my other bands. <laughs> yeah and, yeah. Uh, for for the uh for the shit life music. I mean like I we do have merch, but like you, you would have to hit up Chris through the Instagram, which is like life grind, like Instagram.com slash shit life grind okay uh, okay I, I we have like some shirts and a couple of cds and shit like that left dude but as far oh, as it yeah. all goes it's uh shitxlife.baycamp.com okay yeah
0: i'm done I'm all done right guys those cds dude
2: hell yeah man C-
0: two you want two cds dude i, I want all the cds two CDs. cds nuts
3: Sorry. There's, I I, there, there's
2: like there's there's two like physical copies like two different physical copies the the fucking rain and bud cd and then the split we did with noisy neighbors i, okay. I know like there's okay. there's like some of those left yeah
0: rain oh, and yeah bud. Rain, rain and bud, bud. dude yeah. such a <laughs> sick fucking album name dude thanks Fuck man yeah good shit Hell yeah
1: all right, love you, brother. Good to
0: see you, man. You. Yeah, dude. Always. And uh, we're we're not raiding anybody, are we? Is there anybody we're raiding? Uh, like, I can't like, do it. Right now. All right, well, ready, but, you, but I can't. Love do all it. of you guys. <laughs> love all the people that we could have raided. <laughs> have a good.
1: i whole... give me give me two seconds. And I'll do it. I'll do Kevin Mueller.
0: I'm really excited to see Cynic and Atheist this weekend. I'm gonna be elbow to elbow with Joel. Yeah, it's gonna be super fun yeah the santa cruz crew is gonna come out i'm gonna drive down there for it drive back that same night for work the next day i don't give a fuck it's gonna be like old times i'm gonna get it yeah dude i'm really excited so and everybody Rock else on if you uh, got something <laughs> exciting going on this weekend get it just have a good time be safe and we'll see you next week All right, love you guys